1: So uh, yesterday was really awesome because we did this show and we didn't know what was going to happen with Liz Cheney. And then right around like 925 or whatever, Jack is like, it's in. They're calling it. Liz Cheney lost. And I was like, what? It's like 4% reporting. How is that possible? And uh yeah, not only did she lose, she lost by 38 points. Ooh. Wow. What was she thinking? Well, good news for that 28% of Wyoming that really likes Liz Cheney. She's thinking about running for president. And she has already launched... The Great Task. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, good luck. I guess she's going to start making money off Democrats. People are pointing out that it's basically the Lincoln Project. So we'll talk about that. <laughs> I think perhaps the big news today was that China is sending, is, has deployed its troops to Russia for joint military drills with Belarus and India and Tajikistan and other countries. And uh, they say it's nothing to do with what's going on in this, you know, regional, international conflict, technically, because you got... China uh, China doing military drills with Russia. Obviously, Ukraine and Taiwan play a huge role in this. A second U.S. delegation went to Taiwan. China has ramped up its drills, been firing missiles over the country, which is an act of hostility because they're basically blockading the island. And, uh, yeah, you know, we decided to leave with Liz Cheney because it's more fun. And I don't know. I kind of feel like the world's ending and World War Three and all that. So we'll talk about it. And also head over to TimCast.com. And become a member. You'll get access to our exclusive uncensored after show, which will be up tonight around 11. We do that Monday through Thursday. And you can watch the silly behind the scenes stuff like we have with Welcome to the Cast Castle. Cast Castle, the promo episode, giving you a tour of the house, showing you the people who work here. And we have a special guest, Jack Posobic, in the episode. It's really fun. You'll check it out. And, uh, smash the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us to talk about the failures that are Liz, that
2: is Liz Cheney is Greg Price. Great to be back. What a great day this is for our country. One of the worst neocon warmongers in the history of D.C. has been defeated. And not just her, but her entire family, the dynasty of the Cheneys that have spent years just, you know, sending people to die in pointless wars overseas. What a great day this is. And so I just want to propose a toast. to the end of the Bush dynasty, all right. the Cheers. end of the Clinton dynasty and now Cheers. the end of the Cheney dynasty. Donald Trump did all that and God bless him for it.
1: <laughs> and we can we can say August 16th is the end of dynasty day and uh, you know, celebrate yes. the end of dynasty. We also got Libby, she's hanging out.
3: Hey, what's going on everybody? Glad to be here, Libby Emmons, editor-in-chief of The Post Millennial. <gasps> happy to hang out. Yeah, glad happy to you.
4: have you, Libby. Yeah,
3: glad to be around.
4: Ian Crossland, up in here. Also happy to be here. Greg, good to see you again, man. It's great to be back. It's been I, a minute. It's wild yeah. that you referred to Liz Cheney as a neocon. I love that. The she n- is. The, <laughs> the, no, not. We,
2: we are. This is a huge
4: win. We are purging our
2: government and the Republican Party of neocons, rhinos, and globalists. We are replacing them with people who are America first and will actually fight for the people who elected them. And this is a huge, huge W on that. And so I will celebrate it. Very much. For sure. uh, my shirt, dude. Yeah,
5: yeah, yeah. yeah thank you. Love it. Yeah, and I am festive. also here in the corner. Thank you for coming back, Libby. Thank you for coming back, Greg. I'm excited to talk about this tonight. It's good news.
1: All right. So for that 28 percent of people in Wyoming oh who wanted Liz Cheney to win, I got good news for you. Cheney is pondering a 2024 bid. That's this is amazing. Great. It's been like not, it was not <laughs> even a day when she was comparing herself to Abraham Lincoln and basically announced she was running for president. We, we I, I couldn't believe it. It was 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes. 20 minutes, she was like, the first thing she says, Abraham Lincoln lost many battles before going on to win the most important. or He's like, lost election in the Senate and Congress before going on to win the most important. It's like, Bro, are you calling yourself like are you comparing yourself to Abraham Lincoln yeah, she, and she was, saying you're going to was. run for president oh, like
3: There's going to have to be oh. a book deal. There's going to have to be some, you know, TV spots and special interviews and things like that.
1: Tucker nailed it cuz yeah. he was like she's going to she's going to start a foundation and write a book called like Democracy or something. <laughs> oh
4: gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> and I and I will paraphrase Lincoln a little bit here and say that by Liz Cheney losing by 40 points, our nation has gained a new birth of freedom away from neocon war mongers yeah for sure
5: and so points man and wow. so Gosh.
2: but it just goes to show i think that the point to be made here is that people always like to say what she did was brave when she came out and opposed trump that that was somehow a brave thing to do it, the least brave thing any human being in it's washington dc was can do yeah. yeah the least brave thing any human being in washington dc can do is claim to be a republican and come out against trump mm-hmm. you will get showered with praise from the media You will get, you know, huge money. You'll, you are you'll, if you're like Alyssa Farah, you'll get a, you'll get your own show. You'll be picked for the view. It's the easiest thing to do ever. And so she's not brave for what she's doing. She's really bitter that Donald Trump turned the GOP base against her family dynasty. And she was raised with delusions of grandeur that she'd one day be president and that's not possible anymore. She's she's bitter about it. She's like Hillary Clinton in that respect. But I think a lot of it is that Trump insulted her dad that's yeah i mean trump was the the, one of the like the first major republican candidate for president who came out called out bush and cheney for the iraq war that was amazing that was the only that's the only reason liz cheney hates him has nothing to do with january 6th it was a convenient way for her to become a martyr for her father's political legacy what it all has to do is that trump basically destroyed her family dynasty and she'll never be president because of it so we talked about how you know what i think
1: four is it four of the 10 who voted for impeachment republicans who voted for impeachment retired yep maybe more Yeah, Uh, yeah, retire. There's more. There's eight. There's only two. No, 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 no. No. Eight are out. Two, one. But, uh, I think, yeah, I, I, it might be more than that because I think two, uh, uh, lost. Now how many lost? So,
2: I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, Jamie Herrera Butler just lost to Joe Kent, so that's one. Yes. Um.
3: Kinzinger but but got, it's, yeah, it's a picture of retirement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no Kinsinger no, was, didn't quit. Right, he got gerrymandered. He, got he, got gerrymandered. Gerry- oh, okay. he did everything
2: the Democrats wanted him to do, and they thanked him by gerrymandering.
3: Is out of his oh, district. So
1: Imagine
2: mean. being as cocked as Adam Kinsinger is. <laughs> oh,
1: what a loser. <laughs> that guy is, is like such spineless establishment trash defending Switch. Ray Epps. It's like, are you joking, dude? You could come up with a better excuse than, well, he didn't actually go in the building. Shut up. You're better off saying nothing. That guy has no spine. And so it's, it's all so much more sweet knowing that they basically just booted him out.
3: So if, Good the, for him. if the January 6th committee continues into the next Congress, they're not going to have any conser- any Republicans on the committee at all. Well, it's not
2: going to continue. They're going to Repu- kill it. It's not going to continue when Republicans win the House because they now have the power to make committees and suspend committees. So they would yeah, be able you know, to just
1: turn it off. I don't trust the Republicans, but yeah. I am. I, I do think we're getting a lot of those MAGA Republicans in, so maybe we'll see something.
2: We are. We are. We've picked up a lot of Ws in these primaries. Like I've, I say to people all the time, primaries at this point are more important than general elections. Yep. Because, mm-hmm. like, you can elect a Republican, but if it's somebody who's going to be a squish and not represent you the way you should be, what's the point? But we've had a lot of wins in this primary. A lot of great people have won who will actually fight for the people who elected them. Jack
1: Basobic nailed it the other day when he said that the January 6th hearings are, like, a true crime show for all the wine moms, yeah, you know, true. to watch. And they're getting ready for the next season or whatever. And, and he's right. I mean, they put it on primetime TV. It's, it is It is probably that demographic who's listening to this going like, oh, wow. And you know, the funny thing is, as much as they claim to hate Donald Trump, a lot of these people are the ones who are probably writing him love letters once he goes to prison. Assuming, like, these are the kind of oh. people that write love letters to serial killers. Oh, like, right. they're so evil, <laughs> but I love you
2: so much. Oh, they they secretly love Donald Trump because Donald Trump is what gives them ratings. Donald Trump is what gives them page views. Like I mean the ladies.
5: Oh, yeah, that's true, too. I'm
2: saying, like... There are women who write love letters to serial
1: killers and, like, mm. how they, they they want to be with them. And it's like, that dude, like, straight up killed a bunch of people. But they love it. So, yeah. like, I'm saying these 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 true crime women that are watching January 6th are, you know, actually, you know, what, let me tell you this. There's a viral video of someone asking three women, what is a woman? Or, like, or, or, I'm sorry, it's, 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 a, it's a young woman asking three other women. And someone had a good point about it. I'm not sure who it was. It might have been Matt Walsh. And he said... They all know exactly what a woman is, but they're trying to reconcile what they know it is with what they're supposed to say. Right. Mm-hmm. And so so that's, that's basically the point I'm getting at. People will say they hate Trump, say it's also evil, but they're so excited watching this, hearing about this dangerous, large Donald Trump. They're probably getting all lusty.
2: But how do you even like enjoy that? Like I watched it for I, I watched the first one for about ten minutes and I felt like I was at a party and some guy I hate came up to me and started talking <laughs> to me about his four oh one K in excruciating detail. That's what it felt I was like, who who can it's sit like, through this? It's just you're gonna listen to Adam Kinzinger and Benny Thompson just drone on for hours on end.
1: But they're eating this, they're eating popcorn and they're like, Oh, what's gonna happen next? It's 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 you know they made that podcast Muller she wrote I think that's what it was called oh, yeah. oh, during the Russia gate Mueller
2: she wrote
0: oh.
1: and it, it's it's just that it's it's like true crime conspiracy nonsense for suburban wine moms
2: I guess that's Liz Cheney's constituency that's if right. she ever yep, runs for yep. president I, I mean probably <laughs> sure. yeah I will. Well, I mean, like she I just gave them that season; they loved it. What, what's hilarious about that to me is the fact that the media and the Democrats' newfound fondness for the Cheneys. its hilarious—and it goes to show there's a, there is a uniparty in D.C. and they all secretly want the same things. That's why they love Liz Cheney so much. It's not because she spoke out against Trump. It's because they all agree at the end of the day. What, well, it's p-
3: not just that they all agree. They want to maintain their power structure, yeah. and they don't want anybody to come in who's going to disrupt that. That's true. So that's why they that's why they stick together. Yeah. But she, the,
2: but she's just like not a good person either. Like in, one of my favorite stories ever in the history of politics is in 2014, she tried to primary Mike Enzi, senator from Wyoming. Keep in mind, Liz Cheney, in her formative years, only lived in Wyoming for two years. Mm. She grew up in suburban Virginia. She went to McLean High School. This is like 10 minutes from where I live, which is hilarious. And she's running for Senate in Wyoming. And when she announced, it was a Facebook post that was geotagged to McLean, Virginia. (laughs) And then in this race, she came out and publicly denounced her sister because her sister is a lesbian. And she came out and publicly denounced her
0: in that case, I pronounce you lucky.
5: Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recent, like,
2: that was recent. That, this recent. was 2014. Yeah. Oh, wow. And so, like, no matter... and so like, She
5: denounced her sister she, for being gay?
2: So she came out against gay marriage. She and she has a lesbian... Yeah, she did that. And no matter what your views on gay marriage are, if you're somebody who would come out and denounce your own family in order to win... A political, in order yeah, to win goes, a race. At least so, nothing. Like that is just, that's literally, like that's not just not, not somebody who's a good person. Well, and like somehow she found her way as chair of the Republican conference when she take, made it to the house.
1: Take a look at this. This is, uh, Liz Cheney. Donate to the great task. Uh huh. Is that a picture of Abe Lincoln? It's a picture of Abe Lincoln. This is gross. What's their obsession with Abe? I, I understand it's the party of Lincoln and all that. But like the Lincoln Project,
4: they're like, Abraham Lincoln! Uh, Donald Trump! What? It's all this, it's the same stuff as like remaking Game of Thrones and remaking the Lord of the Rings and they're remaking Abe Lincoln trying
2: Cultural to- Cultural stagnation. Yeah. They're just well, trying
3: to stick with a brand that they think works.
4: Well like her whole, the her
2: whole re-election, like she never had a shot of winning, like not in a million years, like this whole thing was just a giant grift to raise money for an eventual presidential campaign that yep. will also be a giant grift and that's- now and she's, that, do- obviously she's doing that thing. Through- and
1: that, that's it right there, cause I was saying the other day, like, why wouldn't she just retire and try and save as much face as possible, like all these other guys, and then I, and, and now I realize, like, she, she, she probably spent very little. She probably raised as much as she could, she went around saying, Democrats, you've gotta support me, we gotta stop Trump collecting all this money, and then she probably didn't spend it. She's probably just like, I don't need to use it, I'm gonna lose anyway, but I can keep it for some else which is
2: hilarious cuz she raised big money like from yeah. left wing to, like ni- and like 90% of it came from outside Wyoming which is
1: hilarious I just I just absolutely love the democrat twitter personalities who are like the republican party died today and it's like dude you, you don't, don't you don't like her and you're you, not
3: in you're not part of it anyway like you have but, no idea
1: but but it's just like that we expect that they wanted the party to survive and do well no you hate republicans you rag on them all day every day you're only you're only supporting her because she hates trump if, if given the choice, it's, it's like Kinzinger. He, he, he drops to his knees for the Democrats and then they're like, excellent. And then they just, they slap him, and him. Kick him in yeah. the bucket. And yeah, and that's what it's, there's, it's like actually like a movie villain where yeah. the, you know, the villains always just like kill their own henchmen. Yes.
2: And there's a lesson to be had here if you're a Republican. Like I just thought of another impeachment Republican that just got primaried, Peter Meyer from Michigan, who just lost to John Gibbs. Peter Meyer in his primary, he, You know, he voted to impeach Trump. He voted for gun control. He voted for Ukraine aid. He voted for all of these things that are incredibly unpopular with the Republican base. And what did the Democrats do to thank him? They spent thousands of dollars boosting his opponent in his own primary. And he ended up (laughs) losing it. And it just goes to like, if you are really going, if you, you will never appease these people. You know, you will never, ever appease these. It does does not matter.
1: You know who made the right choice? Jeff Van Drew. Oh, That's yeah. true, yeah. When the impeachment stuff was going on, he was like, I'm not doing this. And then he switched and then he won, a, he won his primary in a landslide. Sure did. May, was it was like 80, 80 points or whatever. He's, he's a, he was a former Democrat. He's a moderate guy in South Jersey, backed Trump and ended up winning the primary in a landslide. Yeah. Amazing. And, and
3: like people say. I remember my mom was pissed about that. She's in, she lives in Jersey. What yeah. she
1: doesn't like, Jeff Van Drew?
3: <laughs> yeah. She didn't that like makes that thing no that thing.
1: No, this, this, you see, this is the problem with American politics. And, and I'm not trying to be mean to your mom, but if you would vote for a Democrat, and then one thing changes. Mm-hmm. I don't think we should impeach Trump. So I'm, I'm off the Democrat party. And you're like, well, now I don't like him. Like, huh? Mm-hmm. Is that the only thing you like? But him that's, for? but you don't that's, like sort of, that's
3: how it all works. I mean, the Democratic yeah. party at this point is the party of hating Trump. They don't have anything else. They don't have any policies that are effective that anybody likes. Look at this whole fake inflation reduction act. It was full of, things that aren't going to help anybody all of all they do is they boost chinese industry in you know solar Well, somebody's got to do that (laughs) someone's got it may as well be us it may as well be our tax dollars the big way that they're going to pay for this bill and reduce the deficit their whole plan is to collect taxes from us from lower income people us right not 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 audits they talked about audits they're talking about audits
1: No, no 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 hold on Audits will happen. Middle and lower income people will be audited, but it's not the main issue.
3: They're also Uh, raising our taxes.
1: They're, they're, they're probably not doing that, and this is the game they're playing. Biden comes out and he says, we are not raising taxes on anybody who makes less than $400,000, and we're not going to be increasing audits on these people. That's the trick. What's really gonna happen, anybody who runs a business knows this, Mm. June, you get a letter in the mail from the IRS, and it says, you owe us an additional $1,593. Send your check here. There's no audit. There's no dispute. An audit implies they want to be fair with you and make sure they're getting the numbers right. Oh, they Oh, this don't is need the to. thing.
3: Oh, I see. That's they just send
1: you the bill. Yep. And this is this is why because that's
3: what they do to me every year. I get the my accountant does the thing. He says you're going to get this much money back, and then when I get the money back, I get way less. And the government says we actually took a whole bunch more.
1: Yep. And I'm, I'm I, I know so many of you listening. This has happened to you. they they're the it's game to they're me playing me every
3: year. The federal government and New York State and the city.
1: (laughs) And this is where I see all the conservatives making a big mistake when they're saying things like... Oh, they're they're, gonna—they're—they're lying. They're gonna audit you. It's like, well, you know, look, maybe there probably will be more audits. Washington Post even said it's going to be middle-income people. There's more money to be gained out of going after lower-income people than going after rich people. Yeah, because lower-income people
3: aren't going to do anything. They're just going to be like, oh, they took a bunch of my money. I still have to get little Johnny off to school. But the the
1: audits implies the IRS is being fair with you. Interesting. To to assume that you're going to get audited is to assume the IRS is like. We'd like more money from you, but we're going to give you a chance to prove you don't owe it. No, so no, no, you're no, no, saying no, no. it's
3: just another like everything additionally is another rhetorical trick. Of course, semantic trick like the climate like the climate thing the climate thing in the bill is uh if you can afford to redo your house you can get some credits by putting solar on it that's if you have a house and can afford to redo it well
2: the the last few months of this congress has taught me a valuable lesson about the power you have when you have a majority is you can essentially just troll the ever-living crap out of the opposition into voting against something that should be considered highly popular but you you, may, you give it a popular title But do things in the bill That don't actually do mm. What that title implies And there have been so many insta- They do
3: that all the time Yeah
2: but there have been So many instances of Like it's just in the last Like couple months We had the Inflation Reduction Act Which is not going to Reduce inflation in any way They had the Putting Baby Formula On the Shelves Act Or some, some crap like that Which <laughs> the only thing That bill did Was give the FDA More salaries and expenditures The FDA which caused The baby formula shortage In the first right. place But they were able to claim That Republicans voted Against baby formula They've done like So many things like this. the like
3: American th- uh, rescue plan or whatever. Yeah, um, are you, you, feeling, res- res- are you no. feeling rescued right I'm now? Not. I'm not. You know, it's it's getting worse.
1: <laughs> you know, I just read, I read that um, farmers are having to like, like destroy fields because the droughts are so bad. The mm-hmm. plants aren't growing anymore and they, they can't, they can't make it work.
3: Meanwhile, the Department of Agriculture decided to give out grants and loans based on uh, the race of farmers. Yeah, and this nobody talked about this. This was like over a year ago, and then courts struck it down finally, yeah. and was like, "Oh, actually, you know what? That's discriminatory. We have this crazy thing called the Civil Rights Act." What you can't the, really what do What was that? the
4: situation they were doing with farmers?
3: Uh, so the Department of Agriculture during COVID decided to give out a bunch of grants and loans to farmers, right, to help farmers out. But the way that they decided to do it was to prioritize uh, non-white farmers. <clears throat> and their reasoning was that this would be a correction for past discrimination done by the Department of Agriculture And eventually, you know, a bunch of farmers brought suit and said, that's discrimination. And a court finally said, you know what, you can't discriminate in the present to try and correct discrimination in the past.
2: But they're doing this all over the country, too, not just with farmers. Like, there was just a story that I saw the other day out of Minneapolis, which, you know, Minneapolis has just become a ridiculous place. But the Minneapolis school board... Yes. Just just the got, school district or the school district. Yeah. They just get they got a new contract with their union that said in the event that the school needs to be downsized, white teachers get fired before yep. minority. Regardless,
3: regardless of seniority. That is literally
2: right. illegal. And, they're well, doing- and
3: you know what? Like there was a lot of backlash because, of course, that's remarkably discriminatory and racist. Yeah. Um, and the school district was like, we're going to do it anyway. We think it's correct. And they had the same argument, which is that it corrects for past discrimination. But we already have this precedent. You can't discriminate in the present to correct discrimination in the past. Uh, well there, they're doing it. They're and doing no one, it anyway. And, and
1: so this is the issue. Yes. Cultural enforcement is always way more way way, yeah, way, th- way more powerful. There
4: are some instances where you could discriminate in the present. Like say there were two warring parties and one warring party killed all the fathers and then took the children as slaves and now they own all the land. And you're like, Well, we the children now of the dead fathers are like, we want our land back. they are like, sorry. You can't discriminate against the the conquerors in the present because of what—you're like, yo, actually, we can. But you that's just a, killed my dad. De- like, I can definitely discriminate against the guy that murdered but my father. It, you're talking but about a, a different, an individual. Totally different there are, there are Situation. situations where you can discriminate in the presence to, to make equality like equality of opportunity, okay, okay. but I don't
1: think this is one of them. Right, right. So discrimination in the most literal sense it is not what we're, we're actually talking about. Discriminate means, like, when you choose to go down a road that mm-hmm. looks better, right. you we're not, we're not talking about that. If you're talking about a group of people that committed an active crime in real time and then we we're like, hey, we're going to stop that and bring about justice. Yeah. We have a civil court for
3: that. Yeah. But it's we like have
4: criminal and civil If it happened for that. like 60 years ago and now they're all kind of established, all the conquerors now own the land. You're talking you're
3: about like, reparations. Talking
4: about colonialism and reparations. Yeah. Yeah.
3: That's sort of a different situation. I don't think that's what the Department of Agriculture was trying to do because they weren't talking about colonialism. They were talking about the Department of Agriculture, having previously perhaps discriminated against or in favor of white farmers,
2: there's also going to the supreme. So a little different. Going to the Supreme Court in the next term is going to be a case involving Harvard discriminating against white and Asian students. There's a lawsuit over that that's going to be. And Harvard
3: uh, keeps. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. And, and it's
2: going <laughs> to. And, and they're going to. And, and you know what's hilarious about that is the biden justice department the biden administration who who makes a whole sh- they brought bts to the white house to talk about how we have to stop asian hate they are literally de- defending harvard in this case the doj yes. filed an amicus brief defending harvard's discriminatory uh, harvard, admissions practices against asians
3: harvard actually keeps saying that they should discriminate against Asian students, and they've also said um, in talking about why it's important for them to discriminate, they said, if we're not allowed to discriminate, then how will we be able to judge entrance essays that talk about people's, you know, difficulties being racially whatever? That's their argument. That's not an argument. It's not a good argument. No, it's total... Total trash. That's the, they're yeah. just
2: racists. Well, that's the yeah. thing about, like, this, when... Well,
3: Harvard was racist. Like, they yeah. owned slaves. Yeah. Mm,
2: yeah. That was the thing, though, about, like, when Stop Asian Hate became, like, a huge hashtag. Like, as if out of nowhere, racism was happening against Asians. And it's, like, the biggest source of racism happening against Asian Americans is happening on the admissions boards of Ivy League colleges.
3: Well, and high schools. Lowell yeah. low like, High School you, well, literally in, in all Francisco and in New York well, yeah, City. Yeah,
2: in, in all schools across the country. But, mm-hmm. like, the fo- focus was as if there's, like, white supremacists out there who are all of a sudden...
1: Well, there is a disproportionately large amount of Asians at these schools, and they can't have that. Yeah. They don't. They don't like the fact that there is a community that, for some reason or other, uh, uh, prides themselves on academia or something like that. Well, you know. And what so, de- what, I, what I, the way I just try to the way I describe it to people is, if you're in favor of this, then here's what I want you to do: I want you to go to uh, in, some inner city kid who's Asian. And I want you to be the one to explain to him why he's not allowed to go to an Ivy League school because he looks too much like those other people.
3: Well, the exactly. thing—the thing that it shows too is that Democrats don't think that minorities are Americans. That's they think that they actually. are separate. Right and need to be treated some separate and different way. Look, so I, they're the one, they're like actually racist. They have white this bigotry of low expectations. It's the whole thing, yeah. So they don't think Asian kids should get the same opportunity as Americans. They don't think that black kids should be held to the same standards as Americans. And they're the ones who are differentiating and deciding that the people who are getting everything are the white people and that everybody else needs to be treated some different and special way. And it's like, Meanwhile, a- like anyone who thinks reasonably realizes that all these kids are obviously Americans and deserving of the same opportunity to excel on their own merits.
4: Some of them aren't. Isn't that the thing is that some are kids that are foreign coming to Harvard. But
3: once you're, I don't think that's it. I think it's mostly American Asian American kids.
2: This also like hurts, like this, this type of mindset also hurts them. Like I remember there were these huge stories that have gone around in the last year about how like inner city schools in Baltimore and San Francisco and in all these other places, a lot of the kids like couldn't read past like a fourth or fifth grade level, yet they were passing all of their classes. Like they're, they're deliberately inflating their GPAs. In a, and that's like hurting them. Like, how does that help somebody when you give when you when you deliberately inflate their GPA because they're a certain race, even though they can't read past like a level that they should be able to? Well, now and, that and, they
3: have at Lowell High School in San Francisco, now that they have uh, made yeah. it more of a lottery system so that you can get in regardless of what your grades are, mm. the grades across the board have gone down. Like, the school is not serving students as well academically as it had been.
1: They're also now rolling out a lot of schools. This uh, equity. You know, equity diversity grading system, which takes mm-hmm. race into account in how grades are, are calculated,
3: Jeez. which is ridiculous. Is, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. And that's you know, and, and
2: that's why spe- this is actually another cultural I, enforcement. I work. I work with a pack part of my my I didn't really introduce what I do at the beginning of the at the top of the show. I did my toast till is Cheney being defeated. <laughs> But what I, my, I work for a company called X Strategies and we work with a lot of conservative organizations doing consulting and digital work. And one of the people we work with is a school board pack who are, they're called the 1776 Project Pack. Shout out yeah. to my friend Ryan Gerdusky. And they are a pack that is seeking to replace school board members with people who won't do any of this crap. And they've done a very good job of it. And. It, this, it's important that if you want to get this out of your schools to vote in school board elections, because a lot of the ways that these woke school board members get in that leads to all of these policies is the fact that very, very few people know when school board elections are happening a- at all. And so next week in Florida, there's, an ele- there's a primary election next Tuesday, and the, the governor and the senator's race is obviously DeSantis and Marco Rubio are going to win their primaries by a mile, but your school every county in Florida has a school board election on the ballot. And so the fact that these big races that get all, of the nas- get all of the national attention may lead to some Republicans staying home, you can't stay home because your school board is on the ballot. And if a candidate gets over 50% in these elections, they automatically win. Wow. And so Republicans, if, you, if, if you're watching and you are a parent in Florida, you need to vote in your school board election next Tuesday, because that is how because like a lot a lot of these stories you're seeing about woke school boards are happening in, in, in insanely red areas. Mm-hmm. And it's literally and the reason they get in is because only the teacher, the people, only the teachers unions know that these school board elections are happening and they get their people to vote and all of the, the everyone there stays home. You well, like, it's
3: been so interesting, too, to see DeSantis going out and endorsing candidates for the school board. I've never seen anyone endorse candidates for school board before, and now I get like press releases about like who Desantis is endorsing. For it's time to start paying attention. Florida. Yeah,
1: these are important yeah, elections. Yeah, the, these,
2: these local elections impact your life a lot more than national than these like national elections do. A school board election has a direct impact on you in a way that a congressional election does not. Sure. Now it's important to vote in both, obviously, mm-hmm. but there is a distinction to be made. Mm-hmm.
5: Let's, yeah, uh, uh, let's, let's, let's jump
1: to this very important story about a, a harassment campaign oh, no. by conservatives against a poor bo- a children's hospital in Boston. WBUR says Boston Children's Hospital deluged in harassment no. campaign. Heavens. What happened? Boston Children's Hospital has become the target of a harassment campaign based on inaccurate information about its transgender surgery program hospital staff say the campaign includes aggressive calls emails and death threats from some providers it goes without saying you shouldn't be sending death threats nobody should um however i often find that when it comes to stories like this concerned phone calls get called harassment yeah that's correct so like if you call like (laughs) i have some concerns about what you're doing and they're like oh i'm being harassed quote we are deeply concerned by these attacks on our clinicians and staff fueled by misinformation and a lack of understanding and respect for our transgender community the hospital said in a statement We are working with law enforcement to protect our clinicians, staff, patients, families, and the broader Boston children's community. So this all started when, uh, who was it? Was it Billboard Chris? Billboard
3: Chris posted a, posted a video from Boston Children's Hospital.
2: And he also has evidence that they. Talking about
1: hysterectomies.
3: Well, we, uh, we, yeah. yeah, I I mean, just in general.
2: He also has evidence that they may be lying about the amount of threats that they have because he posted a tweet. He he posted a tweet that I just pulled up here and it says that he has a source within Boston Children's Hospital where he got all this stuff from, and he said that the, oh. that most of the people there don't even know what is happening. Like he said oh, that. that they, that's- of course. And so, like, they... Well, and,
3: and also that there have not been ramped up security efforts at right. the hospital yeah, at all. That all. Well, so we got to slow, slow down. we got to slow down to
1: explain what happened. So this is... A video comes up showing Boston Children's Hospital putting... It's, it's a promotional video explaining hysterectomies and bilateral ooverectomy or ova of They actually the had
3: several videos up on their site with very... Um, they're gone now. They're gone now with uh, well-spoken yeah. doctors talking about how important and interesting these surgeries are. Smiling, cute Music in the background. Uh,
1: gender-affirming. Gender-affirming is doctors,
3: what they yeah. call it. Yeah, lady doctors. One doctor was talking about the process of a hysterectomy and saying that it's <sighs> the same for young adults as and for gender-affirming treatment as it would be for anybody else and talks about the full and complete removal of a woman's reproductive system. No, no, the bilateral oophorectomy is differentiated. Well, she talks about the is that whole what it's thing. Called, the she says that yeah. you know, she says that they remove yeah. the uterus, the fallopian tubes, and they could also remove the ovaries and the cervix. Hmm. So that's that's everything. That's taking it all. That's taking it all out at once. Uh you have another doctor talking about how one way that you can tell your preverbal child is trans is if they play with toys that are stereotypically considered to be toys of the opposite sex how do they know that like like
1: how does the child know that society has deemed yeah. this particular to- a toy of a human to be a male or female toy like right. a girl playing with a doll versus a boy playing with an action mm-hmm. figure they're just playing with people
0: hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day little. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase Over by law. 18 terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: They're just playing with people. They also, that same doctor discusses in this very short little clip, a couple of minutes long, about how if your child doesn't want to get a haircut, Maybe they are trans. If your child doesn't want to sit to pee or does want to sit to pee, then perhaps, uh, your child, your pre child is trans. Any mom what? will tell you, I mean, my son still hates getting a haircut. Yeah. You know, he's for sure a boy. Like he's, uh, you guys have all met him. Like yeah. he's clearly. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So that's insane. You also have a doctor talking about, uh, phalloplasties and how a phalloplasty is done. Um and that same doctor and that's one that Chris posted today. That same doctor because actually, we were all talking about this behind the scenes and we saw them start to take this stuff down. And we were all me and Christina Buttons who writes so for the Post Millennial. We were all like, record it, record it, screen record. What's now. happening?
1: What's <laughs> happening now is you had Boston Children's Hospital talking about the, the gender affirming programs they do. Mm-hmm. The media comes out all of a sudden saying it's not true. They're lies. You have to be at least 18. Well, if- but they ignore the finer details. And so what ends up happening now is you have all of these outlets trying to claim they don't actually provide gender-affirming surgeries. Interestingly, there's one particular trans person person who quoted Vice. Vice ran the story saying the far right's targeting the hospital, saying that the hospital says you have to be at least 18. And this trans person says that's not true. Yes. Came out and said No they it is common to give 16 year olds gender affirming surgery and then they mention that they got it mm-hmm. and that they need to normalize it or whatever because that's how well, you get I mean treatment. I can
3: I can break this down for you a little bit too I was working on this story last week with Christina Buttons who wrote it and did an amazing deep dive into that for Post Millennial and if you look at their documentation prior to when they changed it on the site their forms for uh how to get how to go about getting approved for vaginoplasties, Ugh. chest reconstruction, and um, what's the other one? Phalloplasties, right? They have it all written down. So they it says on their forms, uh, to get a phalloplasty, you need to be between 18 and 35. Uh, to get a vaginoplasty, you need to be between – and you could look at it. It's in our story. We have the screenshots. It's a – to get a vaginoplasty, you need to be 17, between 17 now, and 35. Now that, that
1: would be the removal of male sexual reproductive organs. Right, and the, and the
3: reshaping of yeah. it into something that appears like that of the opposite So a sex. 17-year-old and being totally says, sterilized. Yes, yeah. and it also says that 15-year-olds, you have to be 15 in order to get a chest reconstruction or a double mastectomy of healthy breasts. And what's particularly interesting um, is that they change the language afterwards. The videos say exactly what they do. They also follow um, these guidelines from WPATH, WPATH mm-hmm. that say, uh, and they say that they follow these guidelines. As do most most gender-y, clinic-y places. They follow these guidelines that also say that parents. If they if parents approve these procedures, they can be done at younger ages. The doctor who talks about the phalloplasty or the vaginoplasty says that in some cases it can be done younger as well. So, yeah, they're making this up.
1: So I have here from uh, NIH.gov, this is a report, A Single Center Case Series of Gender-Affirming Surgeries and the Evolution of Specialty Anesthesia Team. Uh, this is the uh, Journal of Clinical Medicine, MDPI. Blah, blah, blah. In there, uh, on the second page, it says, In materials and methods, Boston Children's Hospital is a pediatric academic hospital in the United States uh, providing gender-affirming surgery to patients aged 15 years to 35 years of age. There it is. And they say including gender-affirming primary and multi-specialty care involving inpatient and outpatient care. And they go on to mention a bunch of other things. But, yeah. Uh, fifteen year olds. I, I right. getting sex change surgeries. But
3: they also say, additionally, and on the Boston Children's Hospital website, they have these glowing profiles, their promo profiles, right, of um teens who have gone through their program. One of the teens, their whole family moved from Texas in order to access this these services and is on puberty blockers and estrogen and frequently has to go into the hospital to get bone scans and things like that because That's, these are remarkably dangerous drugs to take. Additionally, that child's parent is talking to um, the hospital about how to uh, make sure to harvest the reproductive material for this child who will be fully sterilized if they go through this procedure so that they can have, like, their sperm when they are grown up. They have a um, – that person is 13. They also mm. have a 7th grader who is on puberty blockers and is really excited about being non-binary.
1: I want to point out here from the conversation, the Tavistock Clinic was shut down in the UK after a review found that they were actually causing serious harm to children. One of the cases was a young female who was on puberty blockers and developed advanced osteoporosis where her bones became extremely brittle and were cracking. And uh, that's the danger of uh, of these of these drugs, and it's and the reason I say that is because the NHS shut down the program. Now we can look at these other European countries that are held up as like the pinnacle of healthcare by the left. They talk about they're not, and they're Scandinavia. Not doing it. They're ending it all. That's they're saying right. it's bad. It's hurting kids. Now the UK is saying, "Yeah, we can't do this." Well, so but it's about the time US, the United States starts paying attention what these other countries are talking about. Right,
3: but we have people who are making far too much money off of this. If you look at some of the reporting that Jennifer Billick did, capitalism. has done right, she's done these deep I love, dives I into love
2: capitalism. She's done
3: these deep <laughs> dives into the pharmaceutical industry and found that the amount of money being generated from giving these off-label drugs to kids, performing these surgeries, it's huge. And now you have the Biden administration pressing for insurance companies to cover this, or else those insurance companies are considered discriminatory. However, why is it that it is discriminatory for insurance companies to not cover breast augmentation for men, but it's not discriminatory for insurance companies to not cover breast augmentation for women. In fact, if mm. you look at the Supreme Court ruling on Bostock, which said that – what's her name? Uh, Amy Schneider, the man who was trans and was going to the funeral home dressed um in women's clothing, right? So the Supreme Court said you can't fire – Amy because Amy uh if you fire Amy for wearing women's clothing you are discriminating against Amy on the basis that Amy is a man because a woman would not be fired right. for wearing women's clothing. This, this this was Supreme Court, right? This so was the Supreme Court.
1: What basically this that basically uh codified gender identity as protected under Right. The right. 1964 Civil
3: Rights Act. Exactly. So that's what Bostock did. Now, if you are saying if you are requiring insurance companies to give boob jobs to men on the basis that it's discriminatory against their gender identity to not fund is it. Is that that's what they're doing? This is what the Biden administration has instructed Medicaid to do under HHS. Huh. Yes. I wrote about this for Human yeah. Events. Yeah. So what's interesting is, is it not discriminatory to tell a woman that she cannot affirm her female gender identity? Free boob jobs? Free boob jobs for men, though. Not, not for women not for women but I think that's discriminatory because that's you're right. only you're discriminating against a woman's gender identity by not letting her get boob jobs for well, free
1: well you can sim- put it simply you can't provide to one sex exactly. something and not to the other so
3: I think Medicaid really needs to step it up and start providing boob jobs, plastics, women. Boob jobs for women for there free. Yeah. Additionally, most guys in this country you know agree. what, yeah. sex work is work, y'all, right? So <laughs> don't you think that underprivileged women should have the opportunity to further their careers in sex work question. by getting free boob jobs uh, yeah, under I'm, Medicaid? I am in
4: boobs to be good at sex. Let's just get that on the <laughs> table. I'm, in, I'm just in awe of the fact
2: that I'm we're like— I'm just
3: saying. I'm in awe Don't of you think? I in mean,
2: all of the fact that we're even like having this conversation. Like, what the yeah, hell? I'm are we, not.
3: What the hell are we doing? I have This conversation literally are, every ever, day. After, <laughs> ever since what what large the Large
2: Hadron we? Collider fired up in 2016, <laughs> yeah,
1: this, the, our universe has <laughs> been imploding. <We're, laughs> <we're, we're> <laughs> are we
2: even talking about men getting boob jobs? Like, because what the, they want what, them. this is
3: like because what, they don't want to be men, the, and the they hell? they just they maybe they just want to stay home and play with them.
4: You're speaking my mind, Greg. Like I'm like why <laughs> I'm like, this is a hard one to go through, but I think people need to hear it. They need to learn. Well, look, 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 look. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it to the basics
1: of the law. And I think the challenge with the law is you can't have moral logic in the law. Otherwise, you will get things you don't want. So, so I mentioned this a couple times, but I'll break it down this way. The left says we want gender identity to be protected. The law then says, OK, that has to be defined in such a way that anyone can understand it. So in New York, they say gender identity is self-expression. But self-expression is so broad, it now starts to encompass literally anything, and now they actually say that any gender that you come up with or clothes you wear. So the, the, it, what ends up happening is when you say we shouldn't allow the government to you know, pay for plastic surgery or whatever, you get the question of, well, what about this person needs gender-affirming care to save their life? Okay, we'll allow that. Okay, well, but what about a woman who also has depressed, is, is depressed for having small breasts? She needs it for the exact same reason. She's depressed, she's having suicidal ideation, and believes, talk to her therapist, that breast implants would uh, alleviate the depression, body dysmorphia. Then you, based on the, the, the moral logic, or the, it's, we have to provide it to everybody, right? Well, now, I don't think, well, actually, I should say, I think the left probably would be on board with that. But this is, this is where it gets uh, difficult for, you know, where we are. If you would argue that in Florida, parents have the final say in what medical treatments their kids get and what their kids learn, that includes a parent choosing to give their kid a sex change operation. So if you, if you don't want the government mandating vaccines, then that I, th- I think it's just you have to come out and say it's not about moral logic and consi- consistency in the law. It's about upholding your values. And your values will say the government should stop one thing but should not stop the other based on your personal beliefs.
3: So do you think parents should be allowed to amputate their children's legs?
1: Well, I'm not saying one way or the other. What I'm saying like, is... Like, should
3: that be legal?
1: But this is my point. Right. Hell if you no. Think, unless if, there's a threat to the kid's life. Hell so no. So why should they, they be the allowed to yes. amputate their... I think the answer is clearly yes.
3: ...dicks? Like, no, no, Don't no, no, you no. think it's whoa, whoa, childish? Whoa, whoa, whoa. You,
1: Should a parent be allowed to bring their kid to the doctor, get their legs amputated? Yes, absolutely. Healthy legs? Well, you didn't say healthy.
3: I'm okay, saying so healthy. If, That's if, the caveat.
1: Right. So here's the issue. If a kid has got uh, MRSA or gangrene or something or, or a serious catastrophic injury and the doctor says... I believe the leg should be amputated. How does the government, if they're seeking to intervene to prevent healthy amputations, determine fast enough in this circumstance? This is the challenge of hard moral logic in the law. We have to recognize it's about values and not about saying government should or shouldn't. So if a parent goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, if we don't cut this leg off, the kid's going to get a blood infection and die. And then the government goes, that leg looks fine to me. You're amputating your kid's healthy leg.
3: Well, now we go back to the Christian scientists, I remember, think- who refused medical treatment across the board, and I think ended up getting sued for that, right? What Didn't the Supreme Court make a decision on Christian scientists who don't want to bring medical treatment for their kids? Well, that, it, it's,
1: it's, it's a I big, it's a big this. challenge.
3: This was a lot, this was like my, when I was a kid, they were talking about this.
2: But I, I think there's like a distinction to be made about, you know, if you're losing the, the leg example of a parent saying that they just want to amputate their, their kid's leg for shits and gigs. But no one like, is saying that. When yeah, it
1: comes to, but, but, when it comes to gender affirmation, the parents are saying, I'm concerned my kid will kill themselves because they've become depressed and they're having suicidal ideation. Okay, but now a lot of these institutions are just speeding these kids through as we learned from Helena Kirshner and many other Detroit Transitioners, They walk in, and there's like an hour consultation before they're given powerful drugs. So the issue is, when it comes to should, parent, should, should parents have final say, you run into a challenge of saying, I strict I, I stick to the strict uh, reality of law. No, you don't. You would say, no, you can't amputate the genitals of, of this child. That's wrong. Government should stop you. However, in other circumstances, you want the parents to have total discretion.
2: Uh, you know, see, see is- my view is parents can have discretion, but I would like to ban – them from surgically mutilating the bodies of their children i don't think i can be a hypocrite for saying that i want government to come in and say you are not allowed to do this this is, this is evil this is hurting children you're and
3: also that's, not allowed to beat your children yeah like and this is my and, 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 like,
2: and like there have been no long-term studies about what the effects of these drugs do to kids over time like there have been no long-term studies this. this is this. the
1: point i'm making you cannot make the argument that parents should have final say if you believe there are circumstances where they should not it just said so. So we went through this with the parental rights and education bill, where everyone said parents have a right to determine what their kids are learning, and I say I agree with that. And there are there are circumstances. We had someone on recently. We were talking about uh, if parents don't want to give their kid, you know, cancer treatment, should the government intervene, take their kids away? And they said, yes, the government absolutely should. And I'm like, no way. I completely oppose that. Mandel, well, that's, Bethany? Uh, yeah.
3: that's Christian. That's the oh, I watched that episode. That's the um, I don't think that's the government knows
1: everything. And I think there's there's very difficult questions in what's right for your children. And the last thing I want is for the government to come in and say, we're injecting your child against your will with something. You know, it, not every parent is a doctor. Not every, you know, most parents are not doctors considering and so there's a real challenge of when you let the government come in and decide what medical treatments you have to get.
2: Yeah,
3: there is to get taller surgery. You they know,
2: already, the get taller surgery, but they already do that. Like they do that with like you, there are vaccines that you have to get in order to send a child to public school. Like they're doing that. There's but there one, there's, are, there are exemptions to those. I'm pretty sure.
1: And I still I, I I you know there there are tough questions about the government coming and saying because you did not do this, we're taking your children away and. Well, you don't have to do it, but you can't come to our place if you didn't.
3: Right. Well, there's That's a, very different. There's a polio outbreak in New York right now because yeah. people didn't get their kids vaccinated. Is that why, though? Yes. I mean, this is New York. I
1: heard it was like yes. New York, New York is full of New va- York is, is full of
3: anti-vaxxers? Well, no, yes. it's happening mostly. Huh. I think,
2: isn't it happen- no, it's happening? All Democrats. Isn't it happening mostly in the Orthodox Jewish community? Yeah, it's Jewish happening in mostly
3: in Rockland County in the... Wow. Um, because Orthodox, or, because Orthodox, Orthodox
2: Jews don't don't believe in any of that. Well, because so I
3: called my kid's doctor. I was like, so polio? What's the deal? What are we doing now? And he was like, uh, it's unvaccinated is what it is. And I was like, oh.
4: It's still, I'm going to, with a grain of salt, I don't know. I don't know why people are getting polio. Sometimes diseases come out. They tell you it's for one reason. Turns out it's for another reason.
3: Oh, yeah. interesting. Yeah.
4: But I just think, like, just when it comes to,
2: you know, Mutilation of a healthy child's bodies who have gender dysphoria and need help that doesn't involve going through a sex change operation when you're 13 or 14 years old. I don't see why. I I don't see why you can take the position of parents' rights while also saying this should be illegal because this is wrong and it's hurting people and it's causing irreversible damage to children every day. I think if if you do that to your children, you are abusing your children, and child abuse is what we consider to be legal or illegal.
1: I've got. Uh, I went to an antique store. And they had 340 Life magazines from, like, 1940 to 1970. Amazing. I bought them all. And we're going to put together, like, a reading area so we could basically, like, what I want to do is I want to, like, uh, uh sort them. That's the word. Sort them all by <laughs> date. And then do a kind of, like, breakdown of stories at the time how they were reported versus what we know now because we have like vietnam stuff but i bring this up because thalidomide yeah i was is, just gonna say. <laughs> is one of the magazines
4: that i have oh all, when it was great
1: thalidomide Before. so great mothers anti-nausea medicine you're <laughs> pregnant take this and then the kids had no arms
3: right you're like they were all weird yeah. they're, they're, they're like they're, weird they're, fish they're arms. like yeah they yeah. had just like
1: hands on their shoulders yeah and it was like was it for morning sickness or whatever
3: it was for morning sickness yeah
1: now what i don't want Here's the, here's the challenge. When a, when a new treatment comes out, does a per, does a, per, a person have a right to try it? Does, does like if a drug comes out and says this will treat your morning sickness, does we'll woman have a right to take it? Well, well, yeah,
2: Trump Trump signed right to try into law. I, no,
1: no, no. But that's that's when you're dying. I'm talking about an anti nausea medicine comes out, women will take it, and then all of a sudden a few years later we're like, whoopsie. Like, do you think r- that there should birth be an approvals control? process? But there, but there is. Remember remember that what was that birth control that got recalled. I don't know the name, but whatever. Yeah. The
3: tricycline, They was, all get recalled at some point. No. There
1: was some commercial that was really popular and like a year later they were like. Gardasil? I don't know. I don't know.
3: Gardasil is the HPV yeah, vaccine. Yeah,
1: they, 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 they recalled it or whatever. The, the issue is if there's something being sold and there's some treatment, right? So like, um, you know, Joe Rogan talks about like NAD and stuff. And uh, Luke was on the show talking about stem cell therapy, where they give you an IV and flood your body with stem cells to repair damage. And it's like, what's the long-term effects of that? Because we've not been doing that for a long time. Should people have a right to try that if they want? There's, they, they say it's safe. They say it can be used to, to treat cancer. My point is, you could get a treatment, and then it turns out it's really, really bad. You know, like like thalidomide. These women were like, hey, this medicine's going to make me not feel sick. And then their kids had no arms. Like, totally crazy stuff. And then once they found out, they were like, we got to stop doing that. So, you know, ultimately what it comes down to is I don't think the government should mandate. And then there are questions about what the limits we set are when the government can mandate. It's not as simple as to say the government can or can't. It's as simple to say we have values and we've determined in some areas we won't allow it, in some areas we will.
2: I mean, yeah, like I just take the position that child abuse is illegal. Like I consider this child abuse. If you are doing this to your kid who has gender dysphoria, because like what, why do a lot of parents like tran put their child's, their children through this? Is it because they really care about them or are they just like really woke and want to be cool in front of their friends? Like, I think it varies. I think um, it, I think it varies a lot too, but like it is still child abuse to do this and child abuse is illegal. Like we don't allow parents to abuse their children because, uh, well, it, because I, that's parents, rights. like that would be illegal. They would be arrested for that.
3: My, a good friend of mine, her daughter is going through this now. Um, and she was convinced to push her daughter into this direction because, um, the psychologist said that her daughter was going to kill herself.
2: Okay. But like we're seeing like that trans, that suicide rates are up a lot with people who do go through this as well. This
3: was about six years ago. So that's where they are. They're dealing with this now.
1: Let's, let's jump to the story. Speaking of child abuse. Hunter Biden attributes his penis obsession oh. to body dysmorphia. Ah,
3: this is Damn. what I was telling what? you about before. Yeah, I just, I just <laughs> want to say, I think,
1: I think, I think Hunter Biden was abused by Joe. For sure, uh, hands down.
2: There is something uh, like
1: just, just say there's it. something weird there's going something on there. There's something
2: insanely messed up about that family. Yeah, like, let me tell you.
1: So, uh, Hunter Biden said his obsession with naked selfies was the result of body dysmorphia, according to a rambling screed found in the notes of his hard drive. I love to be reassured that my I'm not reading
3: this. (laughs) I think you have to now. All right. right. You got to do it.
1: You got to do it. All right. Strap in, everybody. Here we go.
3: (laughs) Buckle in. Yeah. Buy the ticket. Take the ride. (laughs) I love to
1: be reassured that my nine inch very big penis was actually big. It may sound funny to you, but it's body dysmorphia. I know my penis is almost twice the size of an average man's penis. The uh, first sorry. son wrote on july twelfth, twenty eighteen, the note was found in the hard drive of a laptop Biden left at the Delaware. I think
4: this dude was heavily abused by Jesus. Who is he writing the note to? Himself, himself.
5: his diary entry. Lucky
4: Land Casino
5: asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office.
0: in that case, I pronounce you
5: lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh.
1: Or to his dad. Because they, remember when he sent adult materials to his dad? He's,
3: I, I missed that.
1: Yeah. It was a link to Pornhub. Wow. Oh. And it was sent, it was like a text message to dad. Yikes. I think, come on, when you see something like that, you're
3: like, this that's guy was abusing up. his kid. Well, that's what's, what, what, what is, I would never send porn to my one, dad. One of the most, I like,
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's a hot, <laughs> not, that, now that's, a, that is a
1: controversial take right there. <laughs> Joe, uh, well, you say that and Hunter Biden is watching going, oh, well, what so, I, well so, so why?
3: one of the most, me and my dad play Wordle. <laughs> yeah, it's not the same. <laughs>
2: One of the most, I think the, the most ridiculous things that has had, like the most ridiculous stories that has come out in the Joe Biden era, it has to do with, with the Ashley Biden diary and project Veritas. They had this diary where Ashley Biden wrote in it that Joe Biden set like abused her sexually. And in another way but but, and, but and, and like
1: overtly and seriously I yeah, oh know. yeah
2: like she said she would sit that he would take like inappropriate showers with it said all of these nasty things i know but i know
1: about the shower thing but what was beyond that i didn't
2: I, I can't remember off the top of my head but it's it, it very had, like,
1: very like but like, it had
2: like some nasty It had nasty things in it and like they had this diary the new york times confirmed that this diary was real and nobody talks about it instead project veritas journalists get raided by the fbi over it oh yeah and that that's then like there is something seriously seriously wrong about the Biden family and the media doesn't Dude, we got care. got
1: videos of Joe Biden sniffing little girls. Like it's it's right in front of your face. It's been in front of everyone's face for a long time. And so it's not far-fetched to say that he probably abused Hunter. Like Hunter's is a messed up guy. Yeah, like everything he's writing
4: about, the things he does, the drugs. I won't say probably. It, it's likely. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Hunter, yeah, was abused. I don't know who did it. It could have been Joe. It could have been Joe's brother. It could have been a friend of the family. A lot of times, it's a friend of the family. Here's the thing or that all, here's all the, the above. here's
2: the thing that like counters the argument that Joe who did it was that Bo Biden was like a very upstanding human. He was the good son. He was like. An upstanding human being. He was, you know, an Iraq war veteran. He was an attorney general. He was not messed up in the same way that Hunter Biden was.
3: Well, he was supposed to be the one to take everything over. Yeah. He was supposed to be the, the senator and the president and everything like that. So I think but, everyone's just disappointed that Hunter Biden, the body man, is the one that's stuck around.
2: Yeah.
4: That's
3: harsh.
2: That's yeah, harsh. Sucks. Hunter, it's if you hear this, harsh, man, you got this, bro.
3: Listen, here's the thing. I don't, th- I honestly, I feel kind of bad for these guys, for Ashley Biden and for Hunter Biden. And I think it's a shame that they never had the opportunity, opportunity to do anything in their own right, really. Um, but they're treated badly. I mean, Joe Biden treats Hunter Biden really badly. I've never
4: seen the two interact.
3: No, but I mean, everything he says about him, constantly saying, you know, this is the smartest guy I ever met. And then you read Laptop from Hell, and he's totally trashing him to his face behind the scenes. Literally calling
2: him a pedophile. Yeah, like yeah. horrible yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know?
3: It's like he says one thing about his son in public, and everybody knows that he's saying this other stuff behind the scenes. That would make me feel so demoralized. If yeah, what did right. he call it's, him? Pedo Peter? Pedo Peter.
2: Peter. That's and crazy. like, it, and like it's sad, but at the same time, it's a, f- it's fair game to attack it. It's fair, it's fair game for us to go after it, because like, imagine if this was the Trump family. But, but
1: I'm not going after anything, I'm pointing it out. I mean, this is the first son who calls his dad a
2: child yep. abuser. I, yeah, well I'm saying like the media comes back and says, you're attacking his family, why would you attack his family? And it's like, Okay, imagine this was the Trump family. You'd be doing it at, like he'd have his door—of course, he'd have his door kicked down by the but, FBI raid and perp walked. At you this know, I, point. I he did I, half the things Hunter Biden I, did. I, I,
1: I ignore the whinging of the Democratic press. I I try not to ignore when they're lying outright. We can call it their lies. But there's a ton of these Democratic activists who are like. Uh, 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 And I'm just like, I don't care, dude. You know, them coming out and being like, don't attack the first family. (laughs) It's like a bunch of French people yelling at me in French. I'm like, I don't know what what you're saying. I don't care what you're saying. It's irrelevant. Now, if they're coming out and they're writing fake stories like the Boston Children's Hospital thing, if you're trying to, you know, obfuscate what's really going on, you got to call that out. That's like manipulation and lies. With Hunter Biden, yo, dude, this guy, his laptop is confirmed by multiple outlets. The emails are confirmed. Even the New York Times said it. A, a year in a, in
2: a and a half after the fact. Oh,
1: and the media and and yeah. and, and, and big tech suppressed the information because well, they big knew it Yeah, the, and that's what
3: they do. Like, if you look at this right now, I just got sent this. Uh, Libs of TikTok Facebook account was just suspended for no reason at all. No reason at all. And the big tech companies are backing all of this.
2: Yeah, yeah. and like the, their reaction to, you know, the Boston Children's Hospital story has, and l- like the reactions to a lot of similar stories when it comes to, when it comes to the transgender issue is literally insane. Like my friend, Jamie Michelle, who runs an organization called gays against groomers, which is just like, You know, they're, they're kind of just a media thing where a bunch of, where they're all gay and trans and they talk about how, they talk against like sex changes for kids and they, they speak out against groomers and they had their Twitter account suspended today and they've been, you know, shadow banned on Instagram. Was it reinstated? It was reinstated reinstated like right before the show started. Yeah, it was
3: reinstated. I wonder if uh, libs of TikTok will have any recourse like that with Facebook.
2: But they have, they're going after libs of TikTok hard. For this too like there have been there i've seen so many you know woke journalists who have been saying why hasn't twitter suspended libs of TikTok tick yet you know, for posting things that this well, hospital is posting on their youtube channel you
1: know what i was thinking um we talked about this before that this issue didn't exist prior to the advent of widespread hormonal uh, uh treatments or the isolation of the hormones in general so you know i've talked to some people like where where was this issue 100 years ago well there was no isolated hormone i think they did like serotonin first so you couldn't take any anything to, to change your body. Well,
3: and then they turn, so the, it turned out that the SSRIs are bogus anyway. Well,
1: so the argument was that uh, trans people have always existed, but they were just extremely depressed, uncomfortable in their bodies, and it wasn't a public issue because no one knew. With the advent of hormonal therapies, these people were now having access, and this issue emerges. There's also. But I wanted. To, I just wanted to point out what that means if, if 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 the reason the issue exists is because the medical technology has emerged to allow it to exist in this form then once we get to like dna splicing viruses there's gonna be people who are like i want to be a cat yeah and they're going to start taking pills that start cutting their well, dna well there are they're people who DNA want to do
3: that like you see that there's people who get like a full body modification to be cat looking or to be like like who's that the I don't know. I'm not a comic book person, but there's the guy who got fully changed to be beast. like the Red like Death guy. Oh. Red
1: Death They're, guy? Yeah,
3: and like Red his, Skull? Yeah, and his nose oh, really? totally done. If yeah. you look it up. Wow. There he is. Or there's the lady, the lady who became looking exactly like a Barbie doll with the exact Barbie um Yeah, it's it's, it's proportions including like the crazy eye thing and hair extensions and The boobs and the whole thing. I mean, people can use this medical Frankenstein technology to do whatever they want. And the doctors who go along with it uh, have really found their sweet spot with the whole trans thing because they can do it without having to feel bad about performing medical experiments on people. Uh, I think think
2: there is also, I think, a major, major cultural aspect to it as well. Because, like, if you look at, you know, there are studies about with the percentage of people in specific generations that identify as LGBT, and in in like the younger generations, it's at like fifteen twenty percent. It's like thirty, and it's like it's at like high. grown it's yeah. grown from like two percent in the silent generation to like twenty percent today. Like, did that happen? Bec- did I don't think that happened by accident. But I'm, I think,
1: I'm just trying to to bring up that like where this goes from here. Is, you know, not, not, not to rehash things that we've, we, we talked about in the previous segment, something different. And that is, we're, we're going to develop new technologies. You know, people like Hunter Biden, who's got dysmorphia or whatever. Oh, he's going to take a pill that's going to, you know, enlarge himself, things like that. Pe- people are going to do it like crazy. People are going to start doing designer gene therapies on their kids. So like, we, we've talked about, I mean, you, you, you I assume you guys have seen Gattaca.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. We're going to get to the point where it's just like, why have your kid with bad eyes? Why have your kid have bad hair? Why have your kid with uh, with your kid should be six foot five? And then we're going to just homogenize everybody.
3: Well, and then if your parents can't afford to have you be recreated as some extra smart person, you're just going to be way down below everybody else. Or you like get the Gattaca.
4: taxpayers yeah. to pay for it and make it mandatory or like optionally. That's what they're doing with the, with the surgeries on or what Biden's trying to do is make the, make it tax funded. Yes, that's serving. right. And
2: and, like, and not that's why De- – that.
3: and DeSantis was like, no, Medicaid will not be funding this in Florida. And
4: in
2: Canada, like Canada like, – I don't know if this is a federal law in Canada, but a lot of Canadian provinces have laws where if you don't respect your child's identity, the state can take your child away from you. That is
3: That is federal, and part of that has to do with the conversion therapy ban that was put into law by the Trudeau liberals. So basically – they redefined conversion therapy, and Biden has taken a cue from you know pretty boy Justin up there. Um, and what they've done is they've said if you do not affirm your child's identity, if you in fact say, "Hey, daughter, you're actually my daughter," then that is conversion therapy, and that is illegal.
2: And and that happened in Texas too. Like remember that story in Texas, Jeffrey Younger. Jeffrey Younger. He was That's a kid. Right. He was a kid who. In co- a court ruled that his father was like no longer. Alive. Like he, Jeffrey took, Younger was
3: the dad. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. The
2: Jeffrey, yeah, he got custody of his son taken away from him because he wouldn't affirm his identity as a, as a girl.
3: Meanwhile, he had evidence that his son was being like, "I'd rather wear boy clothes."
2: Yeah, his, it was all his his mom just like
3: being totally Let's, uh, being crazy.
1: totally insane. Let's jump to this other very contentious social issue.
2: Who I saw this oh, on? Uh,
1: Joe Rogan references his fourteen year old daughter. And, uh, you know, pro-choice in a heated debate about abortion. He said, you know, you're not going to force a 14-year-old who's been raped to carry the rapist's baby. I thought this was interesting because he had on Seth Dillon and they yeah. both made their points. They, it, it, it was well, well stated on both sides. I think Seth Dillon made some interesting points. Let's read this and we'll talk about it. Joe Rogan. Clashed with the conservative commentator during a heated debate about abortion. Is Seth Dillon is a commentator? Why would well, I just he's, com- he's the I the thought the he was he's a C- satirist. He's the, C- he's the, C- he's the CEO yeah. of the Babylon Bee, but I, I, think I mean, he 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 does, even
2: bringing up his. Uh, yeah, but, his he, he, but, he, but he, but he, like does political commentary on Twitter and stuff. The
1: Polarizing podcaster. He's polarizing. He's, polarizing. he's the most popular. He? Previous he- he- previously stated, he's one hundred percent for a woman's right to choose. Full stop. No Jogan. Uh, Jogan. No Joe Rogan. <laughs> no Jogan. 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 That's it. He's Jogan from now on. Wrong. 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 I. I, I will I will bet $100. Okay, no. A gentleman's bet. I never like putting money in it. A gentleman's bet, good Sir Joe Rogan, that if I sat down with him and we had a conversation, he would recant that statement. Oh, for sure. Outright. So uh, we'll talk about it. So uh, he says, there are women who have been raped who should not have to effing carry some rapist's baby, Rogan exclaimed. There's women who have been assaulted before the age of 14. Dylan, the founder of uh, he's not the founder of Babylon. He's, he's, the, CEO. he's the CEO. Adam Adam Ford's the founder right, of Babylon. Right, but they, 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 wrong. New York Post fact check. Boo. He said there are people who have been born of rape and are alive right now and are pro life. They go around speaking and say, "I had a right to live." They will go around making a case, and they were born of rape. So uh, I actually, I, I totally understand what Seth Seth Dylan is sa- is, is saying. I do agree with Joe in this capacity about, for one, a 14-year-old, I think that's not a viable pregnancy, like way too young to be able to, to uh, carry a baby. I mean, it's, uh, that, that's the age where the doctor is going to make a decision. But I, I fall on the, the more libertarian side of the government. Can't force someone who was already forced to carry a baby in their body. That's a difference, though. The reason I say Joe Rogan would recant that statement if I talked to him. I guarantee you Joe Rogan is not in favor of uh, abortion at nine months for elective reasons.
2: I, I hate this debate so much. And the reason I hate it is because it's like not it's not due to the fact that I don't want to talk about it. It's the fact that abortions because of a rape are exceedingly rare in yeah. comparison to what most abortions are right it's a way for the left to kind of get away from talking about what abortion actually is where they just say oh there's a if a 14 year old was raped you wouldn't su- you would support her carrying a rapist baby and it's like that is not even that is a significantly uh, hold, on, hold, on, hold on
1: hold on it's it's really really simple it's really simple when the left says that your the response to joe rogan is you know what joe i'm gonna give you that one uh so then do you think that all other instances where it's not would that be okay to ban Well, well so that's what if you want to talk about banning the 93% of elective abortions with no yeah. reason given or whatever then I agree with you okay rape. Right- Excluded. Women can get abortion, can get abortions if they've been raped. And now you agree to ban 93% of abortions.
2: Well, so Seth did, the, I watched, I watched this episode yesterday in full and Seth did that because they started talking about the case in Nebraska. There was this big case in Nebraska recently that the media lied through their teeth about. There was, there was this mother and she had a 17 year old daughter who was 23 weeks pregnant. So six oh, this months.
3: Is the Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So, 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 okay. th- so yeah. this,
2: this is a fully formed baby. This, and it's 23 weeks. Nebraska had a 20 week abortion man. This woman gave her daughter abortion pills and they still the baby at their house. They then took it and they burned and buried the body yep. and the police got hold of this because of a tip from somebody. And so they subpoenaed their Facebook DM or not subpoenaed. They, uh, they got a search warrant for their Facebook DMs because they talked, they had talked about us. It. Like the daughter was like, I can't wait to get this effing thing out of me. Mm. And they're under, they're now being charged with multiple felonies for this. But the media lied about it. Cause they yeah. said Facebook turned over DMs to the police. Like the, the headlines from so many media outlets were literally Facebook turns over DMs to the police to prosecute teenager for having an abortion without mentioning the well, fact so, that they did this at home for the fully formed baby that they burned and buried in their, in somewhere.
1: So, uh, absolutely psychotic and no, no surprise the media lied Seth brought that up to, to Joe yeah
2: so they started talking about and Joe was obviously against that like right. he said like that's ridiculous and, and, and everything
1: and that's the thing like if when Joe says you know he, he
4: previously said he's 100% for a woman's right to choose he's not 100% for a woman's right to no, choose no I think that's out of context that statement because it's that, I don't think that's not something he would say with no pretext I, he was probably saying it in reference to something
5: maybe maybe I didn't you know. see the
4: show do you remember Greg when he said that did he come off as saying... No, he did say. He says, well, no, he said he's, like, in favor. No, fair, like fair he's point. Approached. He
1: said, quote, like, it gets weird when the baby gets, like, six months old. I know yeah, that yeah. some states have late-term abortions, and sometimes you need one for medical reasons, right? The woman could die if she gives birth. Like, it's a decision that people have to make. I am 100% for a woman's right to choose, but as a human being, just a person observing things, there's a big difference between a little clump of cells and a fetus with the eyeball and the beating heart, Funny how they for they anybody it. to pretend there's not. So actually, I'm 100% the there's, there's a beating apologies, heart. Apologies, Joe. But, Joe, Joe, Joe but they cut out me. the butt part of it. Nice job, Newsweek. You screwed that one up. He says, where do you Who draw... Uh, his guess is, where do you draw the line? He says, right, where do you draw the line? That's the question. It's what I call a human issue. It's a very complicated issue. It's so fraught with emotion and so political.
2: But that question is something the left cannot answer. They cannot answer where they draw the line. They don't. And that's why well, they, they don't. That's, and why, that's why that, yeah, that uh,
3: bill in Congress. Well, they're like Well, yeah, yeah. So
2: that's why they constantly bring up things like, would you let that 10 year old carry her rapist? Like the, the story we saw in Ohio of the 10 year old who apparently who got raped by an illegal I called and, that. I called that and, a media by her hoax.
3: mother's boyfriend.
2: Yeah so it, it ended, yeah. so it ended up not being illegal a hoax. Right? It ended up not I being a hoax. So, yeah. It ended up not being a hoax that a 10 year old child was impregnated by rape, but it ended up being the fact that it was her mother's boyfriend who was an illegal. No, no, immigrant. no, no, it was a hoax. So well, uh the
1: reason I say that is because obviously it did happen. Obviously, there was a pregnancy. Obviously, there was a crime committed. But when you look at the statements from the uh, local government, it was in Ohio, right? Yeah. and They said she could Ohio. she could have gotten the treatment. That's yeah. correct. But they did not do it. They sure. went somewhere else instead. And so what I'm what saying it, yeah. is it is a hoax in the sense that they drummed up a big political story for political play without the full context. Exactly. What about the 16-year-old girl in Florida?
3: What about the 16-year-old girl in Florida who's an orphan? She has no parents. She's pregnant. She's 10 weeks pregnant. Um, Oh,
1: yeah. We have that story, actually. The the judge ruled she's not mature enough to have an abortion. The
3: judge ruled that she's not mature enough to have an abortion, that she's not allowed to make the decision for herself. She is within the uh, timeline where an abortion would be permissible under Florida law.
1: Really? And they're not allowing
3: it? And they're not allowing it because um, a parent or guardian would have to make that decision, she doesn't have any of that.
4: Well, then she's the she's the then guardian. she's
3: the guardian, but she's not the legal guardian. The well, state s- is the legal guardian of no, this girl, oh, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, I, no way. Way. I think yeah, this yeah, is yeah, crazy. Yeah. No I think state. this is crazy. Yeah, I mean, she's within the the legal limits of the of the law, right? Well, this and is they're stuff not Seth, allowing Seth her Dillon to says, do it.
1: It's, uh, human life should not be should not be taken.
3: Yeah, I do think that there should be exceptions for rape and incest, for sure. And I do think that there should be limits. But this, you know? isn't, this isn't
1: rape, is this whole like... No, I, this
3: this case is not rape. But I, I do think that there should be, you know, I don't think nine months, obviously. And I do think that it should be very tight to near conception. Um, well, so this is yeah. this 16 year old and I don't think anyone is, should do it. But like, I also think there should be is this 16 limits. was
1: a 16 year old. Uh, it wasn't statutory rape or anything like that. It was like, no,
3: she's she was with a fella and she said he's not capable of helping out. He's not going to be a dad. He's like not around. And mm-hmm.
1: what's the justification for why she should be able to get an abortion?
2: Is 16 it's old within
3: enough? The, it's within the laws of the oh, state for, of Florida.
2: Oh, for for, Florida. Florida yeah. has a 15-week abortion. That's right. So she's books.
3: under the time limit.
1: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't like, like it, man.
2: The way I see it is like if a woman feels the need to terminate a pregnancy, like she's been let down by society, let down by her family. Not entirely. Well, that, that's, that's what I, like, that's what I see. Like, I I, I see it, I see it as a problem when women feel like, when a woman feels like there is no way out besides that. There's something that
3: nobody talks about, right? There's something that nobody talks about that I have experienced among my friend group over the past, you know, however old I am. Um, and that Joe Biden has certainly picked up on. They have a new plan to promote their abortion message by targeting men and telling men like, hey, be pro abortion, right? I have known so many women married, unmarried with a guy who have been coerced into getting an abortion. You know, I, I knew one woman who her husband just didn't want to have kids and was like, if you don't abort these baby, this baby, I'm going to leave you. That happened over and over in that marriage. I have another friend. It was before she got married. Wait, wait, she wait. Was, All she
1: has to do is say, no, if I have it, you can't okay. leave.
3: Sure. Sure. There's always the thing you can say. Right? There's well, I mean, always the,
1: the, the issue is... There's always
3: the other thing that you can come up with. When I mean, a woman
1: gets however, pregnant, she, she has legal control sure, in courts I over understand. men's finances. She and,
3: felt very coerced mm-hmm. and forced into getting this abortion. That's That's what ended up happening, whether you think... She should have felt that way or not. That's how she felt. And I've known that to happen to many other women where the reason they get the abortion is either uh, to keep the man or, you know, to do what they're told or to not get beat or whatever it is. Men do coerce women to getting abortions. That happens. And okay. we have to deal with that as well. It's not just the woman being like, well, you know, I think I want to do this today. Men are culpable in this as well.
2: And nobody talks about like the depression and other like, you know, things like that that can happen to women after they have an abortion mm-hmm. and like it's disgusting and that's disgusting that it happens but this is something that the biden administration has said out loud like kamala harris in did like a round table with a bunch of abor- like abortion activists and she was talking about like what are you going to tell your are you going to tell your son that when if they get a girl pregnant that like she was saying this could affect you because your son is now having a baby and it's like okay so we're going to teach men that they're not responsible for their actions i
3: had the same exact thought with that and like, i've actually had the conversation with my son who's 12 i've been like listen If something happens and, you know, God forbid this happens and someone gets pregnant... Mommy is here. <laughs> I have a stable home. <laughs> Mommy is here. I'll be happy to be the grandma. <laughs> like, you know, that's, I know like, that sounds like, ridiculous because like, he's hate, 12. Like, I just hate but, like, labor. I just want to put that out there. Like, like,
2: like, we're just a culture that doesn't value life or personal responsibility that comes with it. And I think that needs to change. That's the biggest I
1: thing. Look, I, 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 our culture is decaying and collapsing. I think cultural enforcement is everything. The laws are meaningless when your culture won't uphold the law. So everything we're talking about is really just rooted in... Like American values and and culture has just eroded the point where you have one faction, which is most of the Democrat voters, the anti-Trump people, with no moral framework whatsoever, and then you have the traditional American moral framework. Well, the
2: the Democrats have become so insane when it comes to abortion. Like they they're literally nuts. Like they they tried to pass a bill. Well, they did pass a bill in the in the in the House that would have nullified every state pro-life law across America and it would have allowed for abortion at any time for any reason at all and I think the median American voter does not support that by by polling data like the median the median voter in America supports abortion within like you know a a, a few certain weeks but Democrats have become so nuts on this issue that they've made it like they think the overturning of Roe v. Wade was going to be their saving grace in this midterm and I don't think that because I don't because the American people are not as insane on abortion as as the institution and like abortion for no Limits for no reason at all. Repealing the Hyde Amendment, Amendment, taxpayer funded. Right, that's that's in mess. that is in the Democrat Party sure platform. Is.
3: I mean, the thing is, the Democrats want us to kill our babies, and they want to they want us to sterilize our children. Well, but what's they're, what's
1: they're sterilizing their children, and they're getting abortions. So the future will be Christian conservative. Uh, but, okay, but that's
3: what's, so? It's always worked out well in the past. But, but
1: <laughs> I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's good or bad. I'm saying that's the reality of one political group. Removing their children's mm-hmm. ability to reproduce and then literally removing their children. And they're kind of,
3: trying to remove our children's. That, ability that to was re- that was Arizona kind of, of the
1: Arizona just passed school choice, right? That was a big mm-hmm. thing Corey DeAngelo was tweeting about. So yeah. this, if if conservatives win on this front, it's it's the end of the of the of the leftist ideology.
3: Yeah, because there'll be there'll be no uh, no way to force us to uh, uh, do that. But then.
1: but let me jump to this story here from LoudwithCrowder. dot com. Uh, Crowder's been suspended, guys. Uh, so uh, we don't know why. Crowder doesn't know exactly why. It was his interview with Carrie Lake. We've had her on the show several times. We've not had these issues. We've talked about a whole lot. Crowder, Team Crowder writes, Ladies and gentlemen, the Orwellian censors at YouTube are at it again. This time they've chosen to not only target louder with Crowder, but to silence Republican Republican gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake. Our interview with the Arizona gubernatorial candidate has been removed from YouTube over their alleged misinformation policy. Crowder is unable to live stream on YouTube for the next two weeks. What specifically ran a of the policy? Only YouTube knows. Huh. But our lawyer, William Richmond, will be getting answers. We'll yeah. share with you on the show Thursday, August 18th. There will be a show. I think mean, this is really important, guys. Uh, if, if you guys are, uh, you know, typically tune in to Crowder, now you know, make sure you tell everybody what happened because they're having shows. I'm assuming they're, they're going to be putting them up, up on, on, on Rumble. 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 Rumble.com slash C slash Steven Crowder. And, uh, welcome to the midterms, everybody. We this was we knew this was going to get crazy. Who did we have on who just told us it was going to get really crazy? Was no, it Naomi Paul. Wolf? Yeah, possibly. I think it was Naomi. She was like, "It's going to
0: get." Crazy. Yeah, that was a good episode too. That was it's going to get
1: crazy. Yeah, you think they're suspending Crowder? It they're gonna they're gonna do everything they can to try and diminish the voice of those who oppose the establishment. They don't like that Liz Cheney lost. They're going after Alex Jones. They're trying to indict Donald Trump. They just took Crowder down for two weeks off oh, YouTube. TikTok. Do that you matters. You know, uh... why, you know why you know just real quick, you know what, you know why YouTube matters? Ninety five percent of Gen Z say says they use YouTube. It is the pre, it is the dominant platform for the younger generation. That's right. This is where people need to be to be reaching. The younger generation being forced on a rumble. Rumble's great. I like rumble, but it's not where the younger generation is.
3: Yeah, this is what uh, Jordan Peterson was saying years ago when he was asked why he was going on YouTube and doing videos instead of writing articles or something. And he was like, uh, I wanted to reach the most people. Yeah. So that's why I went on YouTube. Do you think they're going to indict Trump?
2: I think they are absolutely They going, really, they are really absolutely to. going to.
1: They're going to. They have to now, I guess. Yeah. Here's, here's, the here's the thing.
2: Here's the thing. Washington, D C there is no justice in Washington, D.C. The D.C. justice system has been co-opted so much by the left that I do not doubt for one freaking second that Merrick Garland is going to find a corrupt, a corrupt grand jury in D.C. that is going to unseal corrupt indictments on Donald Trump that for crimes that he never committed. I absolutely believe that 100 percent because they want to stop him. They know they've seen the polls showing that he is beating Joe Biden in 2024 and they want to stop him. And this is the way that they're going to do it. But it's not going to work, obviously. It's not, I don't think it's going to work. What
3: are they going to di- indict him on? They're going to find something. They're, they've. Been, I thought they spent- weren't
1: going to do it because uh, it's a step of the line. They, they would just dangle it in front of everybody mm-hmm. like, oh, we did a search warrant. That proves he's a criminal. That's what they're saying. And they wouldn't cross that line. But now what people are saying, and, I, and I'm starting to agree because, I'm look, I'm not entirely sure is that the move against Trump was so egregious they have no choice but to lean into it. Otherwise, it just looks political. So they have to come up with something to justify why they did.
2: They have spent six years searching for a crime. Yeah, in every other and trying to fabricate some. Well, in, in the, yeah, they fabric You know,
1: they fabricated it, it, evidence to justify yes. spying on Trump and Kevin Kleinsmith. Mm-hmm. I believe his name is uh, received a one-year probation sentence. For and and
2: school. not only that, but he got his law. Li- he's now has his law license back by the D.C. Bar in good standing. That's crazy. And, and then there's the <laughs> there, then there's the other FBI lawyer. What the he- the guy who just got acquitted. What the heck's his name? He got he 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 altered evidence in an email to he altered he used another guy who altered evidence to justify spying and he just got acquitted for it he he even though it was in his crime was in writing and a DC jury that consisted of two Hillary Clinton donors and a woman whose daughter went to school with his daughter wow. voted to acquit him. Wow. I can't, the guy's name escapes, or Michael Sussman. That was so his that's, name. Right. Sussman. that's right. That's yeah. right. And that, but that's how justice works in D.C. If you lie in FISA warrants to justify illegal spying on your political opponents, you'll get acquitted by a jury of your donors. If you're Steve Bannon and you get held in contempt by an illegitimate congressional committee, they will put you in jail. That's how that's how justice works in D.C. Yep. And that's why I absolutely think they're going to indict Trump.
1: And then what happens? I mean, we're already we we we've already had so much crazy stuff what? happen in the past week or so with just the outrage. I mean, the guy in Ohio, for instance, a Cincinnati FBI office, mm-hmm. what happens?
3: Didn't he go in with a nail gun? was it Because gun?
1: people think that nail guns can get through
4: bulletproof or something like that. It's, a non, oh, it's nonsense. Oh, that's not a thing. It's not a thing. One it's of the things, things thing. that happens is people turn on TV, find out what's going on, and they find shows like this. So it's up to us in a lot of ways. People are kind of well, they turn on YouTube. changing the tone of the narrative, and tone is big right now. Mm-hmm.
3: That's why everyone's coming down. On I, don't, the, I don't
4: I don't know what will happen,
3: but
2: what I what I do channels. know
4: is I think it's going to
2: light an effing fire under the GOP base. Mm.
3: Okay. Yeah. That's that's, this, abs- this is that's funny. absolutely
2: I, what it's going to I saw a, a meme
1: do. that showed uh, a ship that said MAGA on it sinking and a bunch of rats wearing MAGA hats were like panicked and swimming away from it. I don't and, think that's and they how were it's going to go. And then I, I responded <laughs> with the, with the poll showing that Trump's actually his polling's improved since the FBI raid. And then they were all just like, all the lefties got depressed, like, <laughs> no, really? It's like, bro, you guys have no idea what's going on, do you? Like, well, they haven't Trump had any idea. supporters are not going to walk away from Trump no. just because the FBI is going after him. They're going to rally behind him. Right. And, and they
3: haven't had any idea what's going on since 2016. I mean, you remember 2016, the entire media was like, the Trump voter. Who is this Trump voter? Who are these Secret people? And they still have not figured out. Who the Trump voters are or why or why people are so opposed to the going narrative and the uh, the, current uh, regime.
2: And there's and I'll say this: there's only one crime that Donald Trump has ever committed, only one, and that's beating Hillary Clinton. Yeah, that is <laughs> that was a crime. He was never supposed to do that, and they have never been able to come to terms with that. And so they've that that is his
4: only crime. That's
2: the crime that they're that that they, that they want to take him down for.
4: And they're trying to do it. I was and, watching a documentary on the Nazis last night, and and basically after the First World War, the Treaty of Versailles annihilated Germany, took all this territory, put them in massive amounts of debt, so they felt hopeless. And when people feel hopeless, they look for a leader, a strong leader, to help get them out of the trouble. When you look at the way people have been persecuted the last two years and been driven insane with COVID uh stuff, I think that people are like beginning. I'm afraid that people may may snag onto a strong man that is gives them hope, uh, gives them a political. You know, I don't want to see another Hitler rise to power. I, they've been like afraid of Trump and saying like he's Hitler. He's Hitler. Like, don't turn him into Hitler. Don't do that to people. Don't destroy their hope and their. Their will to live, because they will look for a strong man. If you do, we just look at the past, bro. Do you see that video? This
1: uh, woman from Fox posted it. Where she's like, This is what it's like when you get to work at three A. M.
3: Oh my goodness, yes. Just, I didn't wait, I didn't see oh wait, wait, wait goodness. I didn't see this. It's just
0: people
1: fighting so in the terrifying.
3: streets all over the place. It's New York City and it's people just beating the hell out of each other in the street, out and the it's, window it's of like,
1: Fox. It's not one fight. It's like no, a bunch of fights bunch, all over the place.
3: It's a bunch of people freaking out on each other. That was I found that terrifying. Yeah. In part because, okay, February twenty nineteen or February twenty twenty, before the pandemic, before everything went crazy. I was perfectly happy to walk around New York City at three o'clock in the morning. Nothing like that was ever happening. You never saw that.
1: Well, now it's normal. Now you have open air markets.
2: Yeah. Homeless cities. But like, <laughs> screw Eric Adams. Like he ran, he sucks. like he ran on cleaning this crap up. That's, why he, That's like, why he won. That's why he won. Yeah, yeah, that is literally why he won. And instead, he's focused on uh, he, he's focused on going to Texas to campaign against Greg Abbott because he put
3: up billboards in Florida about like how gay people are welcome in New York, as if anybody in the world didn't know that. Anybody
1: <laughs> who still <laughs> lives in New York, I mean, you
2: got a question? Oh my god, no pressure,
3: Libby.
2: We've been telling Libby to get out of there for a while. Yeah, move, yeah. move. I live in Virginia. Virginia's great. We have a Republican governor. We have the state. We, the only, the only state uh, body yeah, that's controlled. West Virginia is better. West Virginia. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> but, but I really
3: but, quite like West Virginia.
2: But oh, we. Oh man, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. But move, chickens. If you can the if,
3: Little rolling hills. Yeah. The lush everywhere. greenery.
1: You go up on the mountain, mm-hmm. and there's, like, chickens just, like, everywhere. <laughs> like, there's no, like quite literally, like, walking around Oh, randomly. you
3: mean outside Chicken City? They've escaped, or they're just colonizing? When,
1: when you go into the neighborhoods in West Virginia, into, like, the communities, uh-huh. if you're just, like, driving down the road, chickens are, like, yeah, just I,
3: out. I, just, I had to
4: get out of the car and usher one off the street. I I was in New Hampshire recently,
3: and we were driving around. and New Hampshire is also very beautiful. And we were driving around New Hampshire, and we had to stop short for a whole mess of turkeys to cross the street. (laughs) That's so awesome! (laughs) Isn't
2: it great getting away from these awful cities where people are beating the crap out of each other? We rented like a little
3: house that had a pool. It's crazy, and not not
2: only do they get the crap beaten out of each other, but They'll get out of jail the next day be from a Soros funded prosecutor. That's correct. There's also another video of people
1: ransacking a McDonald's.
3: You see Mm -hmm. this one? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Wait, did you see the one where it was like, it was like some sort of like late night snack stand that these like three women the
4: fries thing yeah the
2: fries these yeah, three yeah, like that. black women just trashed the, the place that was insane That was, it was over the cost of french fries yeah, it was, was no was it was no sauce. sauce it was yeah. the, the cost extra for sauce and these drunk chicks just they like jumped were, up they were like
3: twerking yeah. on the counter yeah and they were like yes. just
1: throwing cr- like that's not like this stuff's happening all over though that that bodega owner who uh yeah fled jose the jose alba because a woman came in complain about the price of chips. Oh, no, this something. is a different story. And then, no, was a pretty, yeah, Jose woman came in complain about the price of chips oh, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, had a knife. Mm-hmm. He said, get out. She comes out with her boyfriend. They start That's fighting. Right. She, she stabs the store owner. He stabs the guy while they're fighting. He gets arrested. They let him out. He fled. Didn't, he? I think he went back to Puerto
4: didn't the, Rico or no, 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 no Caribbean. Caribbean? Well, didn't, yeah, somewhere in the Caribbean. Didn't they like for a short time
2: take his passport away too? I don't know. Cause they they had
3: murder charges.
2: They put him in Rikers. Yeah. Yeah, they put him in Riker, like in a Soros funded, right. you're not allowed to talk about how George Soros oh, spends a lot of money to elect DAs. Our but
1: culture it, has collapsed. It's all, look, it used to be that people had scruples and wanted to do what was right. It used to be that when someone committed a crime, they'd be like, we got to stop this and try and make sure the society can function. These days, it's just like, don't know, don't care, tell it to a judge. That's what you get. I remember I got pulled over when I was like 18 and a cop said I was speeding. I wasn't speeding. And he just says, I don't care. Tell it to a judge. And not, like that's the way it is. Well, yeah, they guy, don't know you. They don't care about you. And if your life is ruined, they could get a That it was crap. in Chicago? He, he, that, guy's,
3: that
2: guy's trying to fill his quota yeah. for the month of... Oh,
1: Chicago do? is so crooked. Yeah. I got my license suspended and then I couldn't drive for a couple of years.
3: Oh, my goodness.
1: Because Chicago is as corrupt as they come in. You know, I really hate Chicago. I really, really despise the place and I try to avoid going there. It is... I've been to so many places around the world. I would rather be in like a Brazilian favela than Chicago. Hmm. Chicago operated black sites where they would kidnap people and torture them. There was a famous – for a long time, there was a guy who I mean, was I electrocuting people into forced confessions.
3: That's right.
1: I've had such crazy stuff happen to me in Chicago. I'm just like, bro, you do not want to. And I, and
2: I've never I, I been to out. Chicago. And I feel the same way about my home city as well. I'm from Philadelphia. Philadelphia has become a mess. Like we Oh, have you're a, from Philly? Yeah. Like I
3: went to high school in Philadelphia. Where did you go to high school? Uh, Germantown Friends. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Nice. I went to Holy Ghost Proud. Oh, and, nice. Yeah. Um, but, uh, no, but there was like Philadelphia, you see a crazy murder story coming out of Philadelphia, at least like once a day. Like I remember there was one last week or the week before there was this guy who grew up in Philly and he moved to Las Vegas and he came home to attend a friend's funeral who had been shot and killed. Cause that's a thing that happens in Philly every single day because we have a corrupt Soros funded district attorney and a terrible mayor. And this guy came home to attend his friend's funeral who got shot and killed. And he proceeded to get shot and killed as uh, as he was visiting home. And yet, so like, and and like th- the mayor has just become a ridiculous person. Jim Kenney, who's the mayor of Philadelphia, you may remember when he shut down indoor dining in the city, and then proceeded to go to a re- get caught going to a restaurant in New Jersey. But he, he after after the remember the Fourth of July shooting that happened. That in Phil- was crazy. In
3: it was right on the it was right on the Parkway. Yeah.
2: So the fireworks were going on, and there was a shooting. Like as the fireworks were happening, so it was just complete chaos. But. They interview Jim. Like Jim Kenny goes on local news after this and literally just says he I'm not even joking. He says, I am looking forward to not That's being right. mayor anymore. And it's like
3: he fuck, really wanted like, out. It's
2: like, screw you, dude. If you're not willing to deal with the realities of crime in your city, why the fuck are you the mayor?
3: Yeah. Why is he the mayor if he doesn't want to actually? Fix but what the sucks
2: city? is they're going to elect another mayor just like him. Probably. They keep doing
3: Always. it.
1: Yes, you just got to leave.
3: They need Frank or his iPad. I mean, geographic polarization. (laughs) Will it
4: continue to get worse? Like the other option is militant, like militants, like more cops on the street with armored cars. uh, You know what?
3: Kind of right. So in the early '90s, when Giuliani came in to fix up New York City um there were more cops like the difference was so transparently clear it was sort of amazingly clear so i used to hang out in washington square park it was always a total disaster you know you walk through the park whatever everyone's offering you drugs every five minutes you know as you walk through the park uh almost overnight there was a big mobile police unit at the bottom of the park um on washington square south there were cops everywhere and suddenly you weren't getting offered drugs anymore. You'd walk like all through downtown and it was, you know, people just kept getting pushed out to the edges, pushed out to the edges. Finally, Giuliani moved the entire red light district out to Queens, which hasn't been great for Queens, admittedly. Um, But yeah, it changed overnight. Giuliani cleaned up the city and then Bloomberg came in and paid for everything. And the city was great after that.
4: What do you mean paid for everything?
3: Um, Well, we had we had a low crime city, so he was able to get a lot of investment in. He was able to get a lot of businesses to come back in. Um, then he used all that tax money to fund big parks projects. So he built up the Outer Boroughs. He did this massive parks program. And it was really nice. Yeah, but, I kinda, but,
4: I support large-scale police activity if it's done but, judiciously. But what they is they
3: did stop and frisk?
4: What what is like an insanely sad thing to me happening in America since the summer of love
2: that occurred in 2020 is from like the 1990s to like through the the 2010s, violent crime in America consistently went down. Like, you wouldn't see that, like, if you followed the media, which constantly likes to elevate this shit, you wouldn't see that. But violent crime in America went down for two decades, and it has gone back up over the last three years because liberal DAs have decided to not enforce the law in order to appease rich, radical, progressive activists who don't have to deal with the realities of the policies that they advocate for. But the people who are hurt by this, and the reason Eric Adams won is because poor you know, working class, middle, middle working class people in New York City who actually have to deal with the realities of crime every day voted for him because he was the tough on crime candidate. And obviously he hasn't done that, which has been a major disappointment. But we are literally reversing decades of a decrease in violent crime in order to appease the worst elements of our of of our society. That's and it's exactly an incredibly right. sad thing. Cities, <laughs> once great American cities like Chicago and like Philadelphia, are being destroyed. Once and it's it's w- the uh, saddest thing ever. I
3: don't know
1: about Philadelphia. I, gotta, I, gotta, I <laughs> don't know about Chicago, it has mo- been run by the mob for over a hundred years. Well, I'm just
2: saying, like, our, we have great cities. Like, you know, uh, we need like, I we have great cities, and they're being destroyed by this ideology. Yeah, you know,
1: I'll tell you, Chicago is great, like, because like of the mafia, right? Like some of the greatest stories about the old bank robbers and stuff. Really bad stuff. Really. Horrifying stuff, but it creates a, a legend and, and, and a mythos around the city that makes it some, somewhat interesting. But uh, Chicago's reputation is and always has been pure corruption. Okay, maybe Chicago. Do you is know why they it? call it the Windy City?
2: Because there's a lot of wind. Because the politicians the are blowing well. hot air.
3: Oh. It is very windy. As well.
2: It's actually not. It's actually not. <laughs> oh, I true. thought it was windy. Really?
4: No. Yeah, I lived there
2: three. I, years. I mean, I've only been to Chicago there's once. There's wind so I have no sometimes
1: because you have a lake. But yeah, yeah, it's the, like the not look. particularly windy. It's, 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 it's like maybe slightly above average, but you wouldn't. And okay. it's, it's something all of people in Chicago know. It's called the Windy City because the politicians are lying. That's what it is.
2: Okay, but maybe Chicago was a bad example. But like Los Angeles, San Francisco, <laughs> New York, <laughs> like no, but like I, like Hollywood, iconic American cities that have been, contributed yeah, but, so much to our culture. You can't walk in LA anymore without stepping on a freaking needle or in human well, feces. But,
1: I, I do understand that point, but I got also got to point out. You know, I I talk about this news article I was reading from it was at Glenn Beck Studio. It's from like 1870 or something. It's about a guy who was at a bar. Some guy walked up to him and put a put a pistol to his chest and pulled the trigger. Like it was way worse. Crime was like way worse. You, you would just die and you stub your toe and you get an infection. It's gotten way better. The issue is it's it's getting relatively worse from where it was. It mm. it was really really bad. It got really good and now it's getting bad again. And we're not okay with it. And we shouldn't be.
3: No, yep. we had a standard of living in this country in our cities and regression has, but what's it has declined
2: but look, what's going to happen is the people who have the means to you are going to leave these cities and that's and they take their ta- the, the tax base goes away and the people that get hurt the most are low income people who are who can't who don't have the means to move and are forced to deal
4: with the realities of this every single day we need new cities i think too so people leaving like that whole what is it ein rand thing where all these people went and started a new city i like that idea cuz you can start at high tech well yeah we
2: have great we still have great cities in america that people can move to
4: like what was it, Galt's Gulch Gulch?
1: Yeah. 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 Like, like uh, we're, we're, Cuyahoga
4: Falls, Ohio, for instance. Yeah. Phenomenal so we'll city on the river.
1: All the rich okay. people, all the all the mer- people of great merit will well, so, leave and well, make
4: our own secret city. Well, and well, so, no one
3: has to go to work anymore. Everyone can just work in their all the rich start, people can just work in their house and we just start get com- Amazon drone deliveries. Did you buy your stuff.
4: metaverse land package
3: yet? <laughs> <laughs> we just start we
2: just start communes of people leaving yeah. leaving well, crime in cities.
3: They did that, right? But Remember, you know like New Harmony. Yeah.
2: But you know what's really fun? Look, something that I learned recently that I thought was pretty wild is that it is now more expensive to live in Miami than New York City. Mm. And it's not because of like the crazy housing policies they have in New York City. It's because so many people are moving there. Like West Palm Beach, which is where my company is based out of and where most of my coworkers live, in order to qualify for a single apartment by yourself you need to have they, they they say that they like the minimum salary per year you need to have is like over a $100,000 which is like the top like 2% of income earners wow. you know? we're
1: gonna go to super chats if you haven't already would you kindly smash that like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends and head over to timcast.com for that uncensored after hours show which goes up at about 11 p.m. And uh, let's read. We got this one from Jenny Cash. Wow, the Jenny Cash, huh? As a clanker, I have to ask, when, TF, is Sticks going to be on the show? I'm a monthly subscriber and demand this, or else I'll bollocks ya. Uh, <laughs> Styx has an open invitation to come on the show whenever he wants. Correct. And we even cover travel and accommodation. So it's just an issue of the moment Styx says he's coming on the show, we will get his flights, we will get his room and board, we will buy him right. a fine steak dinner. He is absolutely, I'm a big fan. Sticks is fantastic. Smart guy. Uh, Callie DeFrench says, shout out to mini desk Ian. You the real MVP of Timcast IRL. Are you talking about this guy right here? That's right. He's in the vlog. Look at
4: this. He, yeah, he made his... It um, said his.
1: Ian has a miniature version of himself on his desk. Uh, thanks for sending this to me, <laughs> by the way. Whoever did that, it was beautiful. <laughs>
5: it's like a voodoo doll.
1: Country Tard says, this has to be Brett Bayer's son.
2: I, so my, my girlfriend has been texting me because she's been watching the show and she's like, every other comment is somebody who says that you're Brett Bayer's son. <laughs> <laughs> and I've never heard, I've never uh, gotten that I've, I've never had someone say that I look like that before God, until, until tonight. I've never heard that before.
0: Interesting.
1: All right. Ultima Sandoval says, Wyoming beer, Melvin and Alpine, Mountain Hops and Casper, Bonds and Laramie, and many, many more. I would love to acquire me some of that good Wyoming beer, and we would celebrate R- Wyoming doing the right thing, the right thing for this country.
2: And they absolutely did. That's right. 100%. Right now, the heroes of this country, Wyoming residents. Yes. Except mm-hmm. for those 28%. I don't know what they were thinking. <laughs> right. I think most of them were Democrats, though, because right. the, there's a big story that a lot of Democrat, like Democrats in Wyoming, like the Democrat Party in Wyoming was getting a lot of Democrats to register as Republicans so they could vote for Liz yeah. Cheney. Oh, there's, we were there's, talking there's,
3: about that before. This is actually interesting.
1: Uh, Anwar Abu Baker says, doesn't that mean Liz Cheney planned on losing if she referenced the loss of Abraham Lincoln and her speech oh. immediately after losing? Oh. I can't imagine she didn't already have this speech planned. And... The great task is already up, which requires development with a logo. <laughs> you don't just, look, you don't just one day wake up and say, hey, can I get a website that shows these things? Can fundraise has these looks? No, that takes a couple weeks.
4: They you usually plan well, a loss and a win. Well, at, yeah. and they'll have no t-shirts she, printed for both or whatever. Well,
2: like I like I said earlier, she gave up a long time ago on being re-elected. She treated this whole thing as as a, a grift to raise money for an eventual presidential run that will also be a giant grift and nobody will vote for her except in except in north and probably in the Beltway. Beliasa says
1: Trump yells nuclear ultra MAGA whenever he goes Super Saiyan three. That's right. Three. He skips right over one and two.
5: That's
1: right. Well, that's, really now says still waiting on Libby to agree to get dinner with me. Yeah, Libby, what are you doing? Uh, Libby, what? Th- don't even know who that is. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Come on, Libby. Come on. Unnecessary <laughs> risk.
1: All right. Amos Moses says Ian said in February he was going to start going to the gym and get jacked. We want <laughs> meathead Ian and buff pool. I, I think about well, that. Well, I lost time, a lot of so weight, you know, so I'm.
4: I do the occasional plank. And plank. I, go, I, plank <laughs> I plank hard when I plank. I
1: think, I think. I think, Ian, just, you got to start lifting. I know, dude.
4: It'll I've be, been it, thinking that for 20 years.
1: <laughs> but just imagine what it'll be like. It's like in, in, in January, people watching the show just see like this super just jacked That's Ian. the thing because
4: they'll be like, I, I hate this guy so annoying. I don't understand it. And then they see me with my shirt off and they're like, ah. Oh. No, but what'll like happen is guy. when you start lifting, you'll get a massive increase in testosterone, and then all I'll of be a sudden, more commanding on stage. Yeah, and you'll just be like, yeah, Trump, fix it. <laughs>
3: Here's the solution.
4: <laughs> all <right>. I wouldn't even <laughs> be angry about
2: it. You, can, be no, then you could do
3: the Mussolini thing. Yeah. <laughs> and
2: you, you could go to the ro- you could just roy it up too, and yeah, have be even great. more. <laughs>
3: I think they provide that at uh, the Children's Hospital. If you're, the if you, if pay you think for that it? it's part of your gender identity. Yeah. Sure.
1: Dapper McStash says, "Ian Newsweek reports the laser ignition facility in California just confirmed its first ever self-sustaining ignition.
4: Self-sus- self-sustaining oh. ignition. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the last part of that. Fusion on the way. Are you excited yet?" Mm-hmm. I'm extremely excited. But the thing about fusion, it's been on the way for 30 years, um, and it would be very disruptive to the power structure if everyone had their own unlimited power supply. But I am very excited about it. Now, you said it's consistent ignition. I thought they were able to ignite it, then it went back Self-sustaining. out. Self-sustaining. Self-sustaining, meaning it's on. But that was like a year there, ago? No, no. No, that, no.
3: They recently did a new thing. It was in Newsweek.
4: Yeah, I'm pretty fantastic. sure it's like... it's. It, yeah, it, it, they it,
3: they were able to recreate that first thing. But, it, but ignition that stuff ultimately it. <laughs>
1: fizzles out
4: is different from
3: a yeah.
1: self-sustaining,
4: like, keeping self-sustaining it Self-sustaining nuclear
3: fusion.
1: Yeah, there get it. it is.
4: Science alert from yesterday. That's huge, wow. man. Now they but, but now they can't replicate it. See, this is what, what? happened. That's what they said? Yeah, that's what the article says. This is titled the article from well, science well, alert. Well, it hold hold, hold
3: was on. It, I think it was last week, and so now they tried it again and they couldn't do it.
4: This is just an article from yesterday. I'm definitely going to read it. But you'll well, see. Because right. so, I was reading is, about
3: the, this, award, like, last week.
4: It, it's normal. Yeah. you'll try a bunch of things one will work and they will
1: be like, okay what did I do like how did that happen what, mm-hmm. what
4: and they also with with high- tech military tech they'll do something like we went to the moon we don't think it can be replicated uh just so no one else tries to do it because mm-hmm. as soon as everyone right, starts right. doing it then we've got
1: it's like it's like Ignition. an Iron, it's like an Iron man when when he's telling everybody they can't have the arc reactor but then that dude from Russia shows up with the arc reactor and starts screwing everybody up in Monaco that's exactly what mm-hmm. like, you know a, a Marvel analogies has got to do it you know what yeah. I mean? To shove it in that's right pop culture reference right there all right what do we have what do we have some super chats okay paul thongham says notice that tim sometimes references south park and he plays magic the gathering tim also owns chickens if you get the if you understand the episode i'm thinking of you should do chicken city short called chicken magic uh-huh you guys saw that episode of South Park? No. I haven't watched the, it up South Root, Park. The roosters, they're, they're having roosters play Magic the Gathering against each other no. underground. Oh. Yeah, like like illegal cockfighting.
0: Mm.
2: Oh. All right.
1: Let's see. Slain Hope says, Ian, conquering people is in our nature. Denying that is to deny the history of humanity. Morality and humanity aren't as compatible as some would like to believe. That's why
4: people go to church. Thank you for bringing that up. People, All these people talking about being pro-life and that they're pro-life and obsessed with babies that are... One week old. Like, where's your anti-war stance if you're pro-life? Where are you caring about the people in Afghanistan that were left behind when we surrendered? Wait, 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 wait. Talk about those, those they, people
1: overwhelmingly are. Well, are I want to. I, I want to hear behind. them talk about it. What about, about capital it. punishment?
4: They do. I would like to hear them make that the focus of the conversation. If you're pro-life, life.
3: shouldn't you be opposed to capital punishment?
4: Yes. No, uh, obviously. I mean, but no, the thing no, no, is, no, 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 to be extreme all. in all situations that I will protect life at all costs makes no sense. It's like, it's exactly what this I person. Don't, was I don't. don't.
1: Uh, this is why at Timcast.com we don't use pro-life or pro-choice. We say pro-abortion or anti-abortion. Yeah, that's because what we they're write. they're used in that context.
0: So so in we in pro-life,
1: I I, I it, the challenge with pro-life is for one. If you're trying to use it as an absolute statement, then fine, you, you should oppose the death penalty. But people who are pro-life are typically mean, are trying to say that they would protect life at all costs, except when an individual has taken it, like someone on death row. So the argument is, you can be pro-life, but agree that someone who committed a crime and through due process has forfeited theirs. Well,
3: and, But another and, uh, another problem with the death penalty, though, is that there have been a remarkable number of cases that have shown that the person who was... Executed or on death row didn't actually do it. So and people we do been exonerated. Not, yeah, so. we do not have a perfect justice system, which means we should not be just, taking life on its basis.
1: I just put it this way: um, I don't think people like Kamala Harris would be the arbiter of, who, uh, arbiter of who gets to live and die.
3: She shouldn't be the arbiter of literally who gets a sandwich with yeah. mayo and who gets one with mustard. But just,
1: just thinking about death row in general, a lot of people talk about the the very very severe, like harsh standard to actually get someone the death penalty, and I'm still just like, I get it, man you know, if I saw, I have no problem with, in in defense of others or yourself, you know, taking someone else's life. It, it, it's unfortunate. It's tragic. We don't want it to happen. But if some dude is about to like kill a kid or whatever, you got to stop him. You got to save, you got, you got to stop the aggressor. But if you've already stopped them, you know, then I'm just like, the the issue for me is I totally get that person, you know, did something bad and is trying to do it again. And you, and you stopped them. My, my challenge is when I walk into a courtroom and it's someone like Kamala Harris going, trust me, that guy's bad and should die. I'll be like, no, I don't trust you. You're nuts. Yeah. And Kamala and, Harris.
2: And Ian, I just want to point out that I am both pro-life and very anti-neocon and anti-war. The neocons stuck and we need to purge them from society Man, in general.
4: The Yemen, the sales of weapons to Saudi Arabia by Trump really disturbs me because they are just slaughtering the Yemeni people. I mean, there's, it's mass starvation. The Yemenis yeah.
3: have like 50% of their population or something is like under... Twenty-five or something. Because the like rest had starved to death. Yeah. Oh, it was we, just and there was war and the whole thing.
1: We got a good one, Triton Fifty Four. We got to get an award for this. He says, "Breaking news: After her monumental defeat, in an effort to minimize her carbon footprint and become more appealing to climate activists, Liz Cheney was seen riding her broomstick from DC back to Wyoming."
2: As <laughs> <laughs> a good one. No, yes, well, that's cute. what I would I would revise that to say she she rode her broomstick from Wyoming back to suburban Virginia, where she's lived her where entire she life.
1: Actually, lives. Yeah. Danine S. says, Tim, you're wrong. In general, parents should be allowed to determine the best for their children, but that isn't without limits. Example, we allow parents to discipline, but not to abuse. My point was like, to Democrats, if you don't give a vaccine to your kid, you're abusing them and you're a dangerous anti-vaxxer and the government should take your kids away. And to the right, if you're giving them sex change surgery, quite literally the same thing, you're abusing them and the government should intervene. The point is you have, look, I I clearly think the left is wrong, but you have uh, disparate worldviews and the question about when the government gets to intervene is a scary one because that will be used against you at some point. And I mean it literally is being used against parents right now. When in, in Texas with the with the younger thing where they take the guy's kid from him or they try to. And that's 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 scary stuff,
2: man.
3: Well, and in DC, if you don't get your kid vaccinated, your kid can't go to school.
2: Which is like like remember when you know Georgia was passing their voting law and like Biden was saying that this is Jim Jim makes Jim Crow look like Jim Eagle. Jim yeah. Eagle 40% of black students in DC are not going to be allowed to go back to school this fall. Is that not making Jim Does Crow look like enough? Jim Eagle? Like and there was a reporter from the Daily Signal who asked Muriel Bowser about this the other day. His name is Douglas Blair and She was basically like, I don't, that's not true. What you're saying is lie. And it was literally, he was literally citing numbers from DC saying that 40% of black kids in DC are unvaccinated. John Morafa says, Tim, Charlie Kirk
1: posted a training video of armed IRS agents. You will not believe. No, I saw that. Did you guys see that? Yeah, I saw that. That that was
2: going around everywhere.
1: The the IRS criminal investigation division or whatever. And they're doing a training video. They walk in and they're like, don't move. And it's like two guys with like fake weapons being like, what's going on? I'm not moving. Oh, I did yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man all right philip vecchio says that part that was part of the plot of the original manchurian candidate the son in an incestuous relationship with his mother played by angela lansbury oh gross wow awful awful
3: angela lansbury is great though
1: cody bridger says in most cases the parents are just as much of the victims as their children it is the doctors who are abusive for performing mutilation on minors what happened to do no harm So what an interesting question, I mean, there are some cultures, you know, I'll I'll throw it to the Orville reference we mentioned before. Seth Seth MacFarlane did an episode where one alien race performs sex change surgery on girls because they don't have girls on their planet because they force transition them. And they say, you know, uh, the alien guy says, if a child was born with a cleft lip, would you not correct it? We view it the exact same way. And so, you know, with this, you have genital mutilation in a bunch of countries, where like female circumcision and things like that are considered wrong, must be stopped. We saw a wave of that happening in, um, in I think, in Dearborn in the Dearborn area. I'm not, I'm not sure.
2: I I loved the if Matt Walsh's documentary "What Is a Woman" when he went to that random African tribe and asked them what they thought about the idea that men could become women, and they were just laughing at him.
1: Yeah. But so, so
2: I guess the issue is, you know, circumcision in general,
1: be it male or female.
2: Well, so did you see that Andrew Sullivan tweet? from no. like yesterday so Andrew Sullivan the former New York Times reporter oh, yeah. he, he was like what do all the people who disagree with sex changes think about circumcision I, and he uh, got like and he got like monumentally racial like, because like I don't think both of, I don't I think those are two close pretty yeah. different things but it is a
4: form of well you could argue genital I mean it is a, I don't know if mutilation is the right word but you're cutting up a baby's penis without its the kid's not like asking for it, and it's and the and parents a parent's decision. And, and like half the nerves are removed. And it's process. an old process from two thousand years ago when it was a cleanliness thing. Like it would become too dirty, and then they'd get infected, so they had to remove the outer layer of skin so know. it was easier to clean. I think that's the the purpose.
1: That might be what they say, but I I, I don't know if it's that specific.
2: I,
4: now it's just like a
2: tradition. I don't even know what it does. But I think I think that would be similar to saying like if you're if you're in favor of haircuts, do you also support decapitation <laughs> well, <laughs> or something? like fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are two kind of different things. It's All right, let's different.
1: read this one. Sorry, for lot says, "Tim, your Nancy Pelosi impression is my favorite thing in the world." Uh-huh. Let's
2: hear it. I haven't heard it.
1: Donald Trump is a disgusting, <laughs> awful man, and he needs
3: to be impeached. <laughs> I will not stand for this.
4: It's getting older
2: in real time. <laughs> like it's you have to <laughs> older than she. You got to you gotta, like, do the yeah. thing where she like, her dentures like are falling out too. Yeah, it's, that's like, that's why I try to signal. Like, <laughs> like,
1: my teeth are falling out <laughs> while <laughs> I'm I just like.
2: I'm go.
5: <laughs> okay, now <laughs> I can tell you about Donald Trump. He's yes. so awful.
2: And then I'm going to go trade, some, sta- gonna go so trade some stocks.
5: Now I'm going to go trade stocks <laughs> and
1: become <laughs> rich on $170,000 a year salary somehow.
2: Also, also I was like, Pablo. Is he going to get charged with the DUI or you think he's going to have his charges dropped? Of course. No, he got charged, he didn't As he? Did he get charged?
1: I don't remember. I thought he got charged.
3: Yeah.
2: I
1: don't know. But wasn't the story that he was drunk and someone hit him?
3: Sure. He hit a Jeep.
1: He hit I I don't know. I, I read sure, somewhere. No, that.
3: he hit a... Yeah, he hit a Jeep with his Porsche, I'm pretty sure. You want you want to, you want to pull that up? Yeah, we should check that Because
1: I out. thought it was a case of, like, he was driving drunk and then someone hit him and it makes it his fault because he was drunk, you know what I mean?
3: Mm.
4: Like,
1: if you're drunk and you're pulling out and someone hits you, it's your fault, you know what I mean? I
4: don't
1: know. I don't know. Maybe, I, yeah, maybe he hit somebody. All right. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. A free-thinking dog says no man would request a woman to get an abortion. Agreed. Mm-hmm. I saw that viral meme where it's like progressive men aren't men as exemplified by the face on the hands thing. Yeah, you see that thing. one? Yeah, I saw that. Like, there's like there's a It's like a picture of a shocking moment and the, and, and the women and like some of the men are going like <gasps> with their hands over their mouths. And I was like, oh, I don't know. You know, I mentioned this before when I was flying on a plane from uh, Wellington to Auckland and we got hit by like 70 mile an hour winds and the plane fell like Oof. 100 feet or something. All of the women on the plane instantly started screaming at the top of their lungs. Not a single man screamed. And
3: I was like, huh, it made me think. I screamed when fun, there no? was a stink bug on the mic one time.
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah, why is great. that? I don't know. Well,
3: men and because, women are different.
1: Women yeah. scream. Men don't scream. When
5: women signal they
3: need to. I help.
1: read that, men don't. Uh, that women on, on average cry once a month and men on average cry once a year.
3: Once a month, that's it. <laughs> 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 i got to be honest. I can't
1: remember the
4: last time I cried about anything.
3: I'm pretty sure I cried last week. <laughs> oh. I don't even know why. Yeah, you know,
4: when was the last time you cried? I was on the show, uh, like a month ago, when I was talking about God. I was oh, starting to yeah, feel it, yeah, but it wasn't yeah. like a, I wasn't deeply like losing it or anything. Yeah, what about you, Greg? I'm gonna
2: make my group chat with my friends uh, laugh out loud right now because the last time I cried is when my friend Jordan Chamberlain and Will Chamberlain—you've had them on their show mm-hmm. at their wedding—I oh, cried yeah. during their wedding because it was a gorgeous wedding, yeah. and Jordan and Jordan's one of my best friends, oh, and so I was like, mm, Jordy's getting married. This is so this is so adorable. <laughs> so oh, see, so there you go."
3: No, I cried watching a video of my son when he was little saying something with okay, his little cute really kid cute. voice. <laughs> that's that's what it was. And then I showed it to him, and then he cried. <laughs>
1: oh, wow. <laughs> all right. Tater says. But it was my
3: fault because I was crying, and then that made him upset.
1: I would like to point out that I have used Ian's graphene plan to change the minds of at least three climate activists. So thank you, Ian, for pointing that out, and thank all of you. This show is my favorite source of actual news. That's oh, thank you very much.
4: Fantastic. See, you change three people's minds. That's a good. That's a good ratio. That's how it all that's
1: starts. The real power of graphene
4: to change hearts and minds. Yeah. So what would the what she, person is referencing? I don't know why I thought it was a she. He or she is referencing is uh. They, we can pull the carbon dioxide out of the atmosphere and convert it into graphene by running it through. Well, there's different ways to do. You can deposit it onto a metal like gold, palladium, or copper. Or you could run it through. Uh, there's another chemical that I think that we're working on right now. Uh, i've been working with a company that does it you can also take the methane out of the air convert it into carbon dioxide and then turn that into graphene all right c says the soul is
1: gendered it travels here from a distance when a baby is aborted the soul cannot join the body the soul joins the next available body and therefore transgender population increases interesting i have an idea for a i had an idea for a horror movie that sounds like something a conservative or christian group would make but no like actual hollywood production company would make and so here i'm gonna give you my i'm gonna give you guys my pitch So here's how the movie starts. It's late. 9 p.m., 10 p.m. It's dark. Office building. 30th floor. Corner office. You can see the windows. An older woman is working in the office, and she's clearly working late and putting in those hours because she wants that promotion. And then as she's working and taking a phone call, you see a figure walk past her door. It's it's totally dark, right? The, The lights are off. The office is closed. But she's working late, and a figure walks past the door.
3: The hallway door.
1: Just like the door to the to the room full of cubicles and whatever in her corner office, because she's she's a working woman, she's a corner office, you know, she got a promotion. And then she's sitting there, and then while she's working, she's like writing things down and typing. The figure walks by again, and she notices, and she goes, "Hello." She gets up and she looks around, and she doesn't see anything, and she goes back to work. And then she's typing, and as she's looking down. This figure walks into the room and starts walking towards her, and then finally, she, the, the the shadow and the light starts coming over, and she looks up. And it is a human body, pure white with no face, no, no expression, no features, just like a white, almost like plastic looking entity. And it looks at her and just goes, and then it cuts to the start of the movie. And here's the premise of the movie. Souls are supposed to be on the planet for a certain amount of time. Mass abortion is a new phenomenon. And so the souls that were supposed to develop into lives and create, generate personalities and experiences were severed from those bodies by being killed early so whereas a ghost is created when a person is killed in an untimely fashion and they have unfinished business the souls that were never able to actually exist and be born start growing and expanding as personalityless souls and then over time people start reporting more and more sightings of these strange figures being seen throughout the city and then in the end there's just like a mass immersion of these strange entities all over the place and people are freaking out and society is collapsing and you know, it's funny because I think it's like a cool idea, but it's so pro-life that like I'm sure the left would vomit and then
4: no Hollywood company would go anywhere near it. The only issue I've got is that I don't think mass abortions are new. I think it's been happening since the dawn of time and now we have a spotlight well, on it. Well, there used with to be TV. more
3: infanticide, too.
4: Yeah, but but it is it is new, procedural like Yeah, like I think I think
2: easier. So I think right. so right. M- maternal like survival rates for a long, like for until like the early 1900s were very low and so you know a lot of women and babies would die in childbirth oh that was that was that was that was you know that was more prevalent back then and you're pointing out
4: Libby, that they would give birth and then kill the infant right away rather Mm -hmm. than try and do anything internal i get it that makes sense
1: all right let's grab some more super chats somebody wants to make that movie I Libby, think
5: It's
2: a cool concept for like a horror film. Uh, you, Libby, did Libby you, I th- did you ever hear that? Libby, what? is your ego blowing up right now at the amount of super chats of people telling you you're beautiful? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Aww, <laughs> no, that makes I'm like right? feel very weird. <laughs> I'm like reading them, and
2: I'm like, every other is Great. like, Libby, you're so beautiful. That's
3: very <laughs> kind. We love <laughs> that's, Libby. That's over very here. kind.
1: Stacy Strickland says, "What came first, the chicken or the egg? The egg. That's it's, it's a definitive yeah. answer. It's but did egg. you
3: ever hear um, what Mother Teresa said about abortion when she was asked? uh She was asked." um why jesus hadn't come again and she said god um she said or whatever she said like you keep aborting him oh, my. oh
1: geez wow. yeah. spicy. so just to clarify on the egg thing uh the way evolution works the modern chicken came from an egg from a, a, a not chicken. Like, yeah it's like there's it a slow change process where so the egg has been around for a very, very like first of all eggs have been around before chickens so, if you're talking generally about eggs, but in terms of a chicken egg, chicken evolved in the like in the process of being bred. There you go. Answer to your question.
4: Like the first chicken was a mutation inside right, of an egg? Exactly. So, there was like a,
1: a, a chokin, which had a mutant, smaller, weird looking thing that we call a chicken. Actually, it was the, I think the red jungle fowl was uh, what ultimately we, we turned into the chicken. So, the egg came first and then we started selectively breeding until chickens came out. I'm gaining, uh, a- an unexpected amount of joy of your knowledge of chickens these days.
5: <laughs> these <laughs> days, I've
1: known a lot about chickens forever. Oh, man. really? Yeah, the way the way. So here's what happened in Southeast Asia. The uh, I think it's the red jungle fowl. I could be wrong. They the reason they lay eggs every day is because they evolved in bamboo forests where once every 15 year, 50 years there's a blossom and all the seeds fall down at once and there's food everywhere. So what would happen is the jungle fowl, the population would explode with a massive amount of food and then slowly start falling and then explode. And the first thing that happened was they were they were domesticated to fight each other for entertainment. The, the males would be taken and then ma- they'd make them fight. But eventually word made its way across Asia that there was a bird that laid an egg every single day. And it actually became like a symbol, like almost a religious symbol because it produced an egg every day. And then people were like, you know, if you just give it food, it will lay an egg every single day. And it's like, that's actually pretty awesome because we like eating them. And so then this is like, I think around like the 900s AD or whatever. Wow. Then they started turning them into, like, an actual staple farm, you know, animal. My gosh. I can't imagine life without chickens these Silkies, one of the first breeds. Yeah. The fluffy ones. With, Those are cute. Yeah, and they're, they have five toes, and they're, 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 their chicken meat is actually black. Wow. And their skin Weird. is blue.
3: Weird. Huh? Yeah. How do they taste? Have you eaten them? I've not eaten one. Mm. And they're fluffy.
1: We, have, we actually have a bunch. Interesting. Yeah. They have domed heads, though, so it's like you can't put them in with a regular—another <laughs> rooster will peck his head and kill him right oh, away. Oh, jeez yeah yeah you know chickens man chicken society is a crazy thing chicken society jukebox says brought up ndaa whistleblower from dod on the 15th
2: what is that about i'm not sure Hmm.
1: all right we love
2: we love our based whistleblowers though ryan
1: kirchmeyer says real men coerce women not to get abortions i did that best thing i ever did he's now 10 she's glad i did too would have been her third. The other two were not me. Wow. So that is a,
2: so. those are the stories that we hear about all the time that the media and Democrats never talk about. And they're always beautiful stories. So good on you, man. That's, that's awesome.
1: Yeah. I mean, a dude saying, like, he's going to take responsibility and, and protect the woman and help raise the kid. That's what a real man would do.
4: Now, I had a situation where a girl, I was dating a girl, and she got pregnant. And she told me she was going to leave me and abort the kid in the middle of a fight. And I was like, abort it now. Don't wait. Don't don't hold it over my head, don't threaten me, and kill it before it grows a brain because it was like two weeks old or something.
3: Yikes, yeah, it was Man. horrifying, That's and then it died
4: sad. on its own. That's sad. It heard my voice.
3: That's awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Yeah.
1: All right, patriot text says 50 years of moral relativism taught in our schools. Endless wars killing our best patriotic youth and churches that are businesses and not preaching biblical values. Yes, culture is collapsing. You see that video of the the preacher being like, you couldn't even give me your McDonald's money? Your Red Lobster money? You see that one? He was like yelling at his congregation because they didn't give him enough money and he wanted to buy a watch or something like that and then he should apology. At least that's how it was reported. You know, Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says the regressive left I think Bill Maher just talked about the regressive left for like the, for like the first time ever. And it's kind of funny to hear him say it like 10 years after the phrase is like moved out of, or, you know, like seven years. He said, he, he, did, a, he did a bit about what's going on with wokeness. And he says, this is regressive. And I was like, oh, Bill finally said it. He said the Throwback. line. Wow. Yeah, he's late to the party, <laughs> but you know.
5: Always late.
1: Lumpy says women have all the control when it comes to abortion. Men have none. Your claim, Libby, is unfounded unless men have suddenly gained the right to financially abort children. I love you, Libby, but when it comes to abortion, women have all the choice.
3: Uh, I beg to differ. Well, I mean, it's that.
1: it's it's legally sure, true. sure, but like in terms of you know human bonding, a, a woman still has the right to choose. Like, sure, the guy can coerce her, sure. and she could say yes or no. Do
3: you guys? I mean, okay, just do you guys have any idea how much influence a man in a romantic partnership has over the woman that he's with regardless of anything she says about like i'm in charge of everything in my own life do you have any idea you may have absolutely no idea well, i mean that's, that's ask a, any woman but that's that she'll I'm, let you know i'm
1: pretty sure men are in relationships you know, right like, like i've been in sure. relationships and i know the degree of control that i have you
3: you and may not
1: and it, and, it, and it, but it, it varies okay
3: sure it varies but yeah. like
1: um like there are some relationships sure. where the women do whatever they want. Sure. And like Ian mentioned, they might be like I'm going to go do this, you can't stop yeah, me.
3: Yeah, there's there's um there's many women that I know who have been coerced into abortions by men that they love. This happens. It's
5: one of the top reasons.
3: This happens a lot.
1: But the but the ultimate point regardless
5: is regardless
3: of what the law says.
1: But and regardless of what
3: regardless of, of the rights, says. regardless of anything. Because yeah.
1: ultimately the man can say whatever he wants, the woman can always just say I'll do whatever I want. Yeah, sure, sort of. The man still has absolutely no control other than persuasion. Yeah. He can can try to convince the woman, but the woman can say yes or no. You
4: might be right because, like, men are genetically prone to impregnate lots of women. This is just for the propagation of the species tens of thousands of years ago. And so it's probably easier for them to disconnect and be like, whatever. But the girl, you're saying that there's more of, like, a I can't let go of this man, like, this man is part of me now kind of mind?
3: Are you kidding? Yes. Are you kidding? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a yeah, but that's like still not like uh, women choosing about,
1: to maintain a bond is different from not having control.
3: I'm not saying she doesn't have control. I'm not saying coercion means you don't have control. You can be coerced, right? You can be coerced into something even if you, you know, feel like you're in control the whole time. Many women that I know have been coerced into abortions. There's nothing we can do to change that. That's true. Like that's just true. I mean, that's just actually true. And oh. yes, like uh, it, it's have you ever read the statistics on um, women leaving abusive relationships? It typically takes seven tries for a woman to leave an abusive relationship. Um, it takes a whole lot of stuff just in a practical sense. But emotionally, it's an excruciatingly difficult process to disentangle from someone that you're in love with who treats you badly. Like this happens over and over again. All right. It, it's it's real. That's in, real.
2: In my world, we castrate all the men who do that
3: well you know what there'd be like a lot of dickless individuals walking around there so. are a lot of dickless individuals. all right everybody if you haven't so already would you, just you kindly smash, smash just the like button
1: yeah. smash the like button subscribe to this channel share the show with your friends head over to timcast.com we're gonna have that members only uncensored show for you coming up at about 11 p.m and you can follow the show at timcast.irl you can follow me at timcast greg you want to shout anything out
2: yeah my twitter account's uh greg underscore price 11 and greg dot price 11 on instagram um you know we're I'm, you know, deep into the fight for the midterms, fight to take back the House and elect a lot of America First candidates. So follow me to keep track of all that, because that's that's what I do every single day.
3: Uh, I'm Libby Emmons. You can find me at The Post Millennial. Also, you can check out our opinion columns at humanevents.com. I'm at Libby Emmons on Twitter and Libby. dot Emmons on Instagram.
4: I'm Ian Crossland. I love you all so much. I love you. We love you too, Make Ian. Make it real. <laughs> Make it rain. Do we not love Ian? For all I the love farmers. Love Imagine that, not loving Ian. Bring that rain. Love yourself. That's right. And the rest will follow.
5: <laughs> and we are using our NPR voices to say goodbye, so thank you all very much for tuning in this evening. You guys can follow me on Twitter and mines.com at Sarah as well as Sarah
1: this has been a production of TimCast. <laughs> <Year. laughs> episodes are available on all podcast platforms. Thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you all over at TimCast.com.
5: Bye, guys. With the Lucky land Slot, you can get lucky just about anywhere.